0: yo 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 what's good people it's your boy councillor bernie bambi
1: hey how's it going guys it's, it's just us hello uh <laughs> happy um black history month uh to you man in the states yeah my
0: stateside niggas
1: happy lgbtq history month shout out to you lot um happy lgbtq plus mm. month to our uk people um good to be here for another week of this. Yeah. Um. <laughs> Sorry, we've had we've had a bit of a mess. Today. Yeah, have many
0: a many a technical difficulty, to say the least, um, and a, a, a fire. <laughs> 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 but crisis averted. Uh, so yeah, uh, welcome to this unsafe place known as the download, <laughs> and uh, we are going to kick this week off as we always do with our emerging artist. So have a listen to this
2: i think they trying to get me pressed they always trying to give me less but this flow goes so hard these niggas never want to test all my niggas blessed always at my best running from the scene all you niggas just always on my tits i ain't giving breasts, they getting breasts? i'm getting left he keep me so icy, my pussy so pricey He wanna roll with a real bad bitch, so I told him to leave with a high fee Yeah, it's all about money, bitch, these men ain't doing nothing for me, bitch It's dick riding that money stealing this scamming niggas straight at the feelings like, yeah They can't test me, they won't dare, they detest me, I don't care Fuck them haters, let them stare, waste ain't there, fuck off hair Raise my price, can't compare, couldn't even fuck me bare See you man them, give them air, No, there's no more left to spare Shame couldn't handle my pain That's why men will always get the blame I don't trust that men are all the same Wait till I rain yeah. See I'm about to get a new whip And a ice chain with a new drip And you know I'm sitting on a new dick Celebrity like news dick Types turn me to a new bitch And I ain't never had loose lips But we might have to be exclusive Cause I ain't no bitch Fucking my nigga Dick over, my body in the bag, kill him with a zip, put him in the bag. Take him on a trip, no, no we, we never, never lag. lag. All my niggas quick, so, so you know, know we, we grab. Take him to the woods, yeah, you know we bag. Open up the bag, no, no we, we never, never got. Say a couple words, That, that somebody's dad. Finish up the job, I'ma I'm get a cap. Go. All my niggas, niggas, niggas fam, and you know, you know we, we bad. Bad bitches, and we mad vicious, but you know we hang. See us coming from a mile away, and you know it's gang. <laughs> Any beat that I rip to shreds, so, so, so you know it bangs. I heard you're working on a news train, does it come in grams?
0: So that was our emerging artist, Carnage Kills, with their latest single, The Setup Freestyle. And um, yeah, I had a good time with it. Um, I think it's the first time I've heard like a a gay drill artist. Um, And yeah, it was fun for me because, like, when you know these drill artists are rapping about trapping and all that, can't really relate. But. I do know about niggas <laughs> and cottage kills rapping about niggas <laughs> and just feeling bougie and having a good time and a boy could relate. So um, really, really enjoyed him. Um, I love that, you know, he is just like super femme and like wears it as a badge of honor. And like one of the lines and it was like, all my niggas femme and you know we bad. And it's just like, yeah, man, like, I love it. Like he's just showing that like his version of, of like masculinity is just as valid as you know more hegemonic versions of masculinity if you will uh, and uh. so I loved it I um, loved his flow um, I love just how braggadocious he is um, and also lyrics in there that just really made me laugh I love it when like guys just like decide you know what today I've got tits and I've got a pussy <laughs> <You know? laughs> And they rap about it And have a good time I find it really funny And I think it's great And um, yeah I think he's got a really sharp Sharp pen And as well I loved just the little vocals coming in Like when it's like Yeah (laughs) At one point just like breathy little vocals at the bottom so um yeah i had a good time with that track
1: um yeah no i thought it was pretty cool um i it was yeah like very what felt like two very different worlds coming together like mm. obviously it's it's mm. <laughs> it's a very clear like drawbeat. but then obviously like the lyrics and the artists and just kind of the whole kind of vibe of it is just kind of very very much for the girls which which is cool it's fun um, and uh, mm. yeah I enjoyed it mm. I think um, I think he's got he's got some was he was spitting some thangs and um yeah it was a fun box. so shout out to him for that one
0: yeah he's a man of many talents and he also has a podcast uh called wolves in the city with two other queer men uh lee gray and jj revlon so definitely have a listen to his music uh the setup freestyle uh he's got a mixtape out as well so have a listen to that and then once you've done that, if you're feeling the mood for some uh, gossip with the girls, a bit of a kiki, <laughs> then definitely go and check out Wolves in the City as well.
1: Yeah, um Yeah, yeah. so uh, now we're going to jump into the download, which is our music segment where we discuss new tracks that have dropped, new projects, stuff we're feeling, all that good stuff. So, um, what should we start with today? Um, I wanted to quickly shout out um, Victoria Monet. Her new song "F.U.C.K." or uh, "Friend You Can Keep. Keep," it's really, really good. Um, the, mm. I mean, again, Victoria Monet, we've spoken before. Like, great pen. She's a great writer, and just there's what's that one line she had? She's like, um, "I'm just trying to jump your bones. We don't got to jump the broom." I'm like, what? I just love it. Yes, and for the blacks, love what it. What does that mean? <laughs> jump the broom. Have you never? It's like a. I think it was back in either slavery days or just like back when. You know, black folks were oh, yeah, not free. Yeah. Like was, their version was that of like, like a, film, a marriage. Yeah, their wedding. They'd like jump the yes, broom and yeah, stuff. Yeah, yeah, and yeah, like yeah. it's become. There's like a whole movie okay. um, called Jump the Broom. Okay. With the okay. uh, who's in it? Who's that light skinned woman in it? <laughs> I can't remember. Um, is it Tyler Perry? No, Loretta Devine's in it. Anyway. Um, okay. But yeah, no, I thought that was a a, a clever mm, line. Yeah, that is clever. Um, and yeah, the song in general, like the whole vibe of the song, it's just like just very like sultry and vibesy, and just the way her vocals come in like it's a really i really really enjoy that song so shout out to her for that also still very very pregnant um you know hope (laughs) wishing wishing all the best can't Mm. very excited um Mm -hmm. for her um in that respect in terms of other stuff i wanted to mention uh yeah just quick shout out to arlo parks um someone also i mentioned uh, a few episodes ago Mm. on the download but um british artist uh like kind of more indie kind of vibe, mm. but um, very talented. And her newest project, Collapsed in Sunbeams, uh-huh. I listened to, and quite, I mean, quite a few of the songs have already been um, released, so like Green eyes, eyes, Eugene, yeah. mm. etc. But yeah, still uh, a decent, yeah, a decent album. Um, she's got a nice voice and nice vibe, um, and mm. very very talented. And she's mm. quite young, so um, big up, big up to Sis. Um, anything else i want to do did you <laughs> what did you think about um up by cardi b up
0: <laughs> you know what um i think i kind of got i think that the song was called cool, catchy um but I, I definitely got just like lost in the video and um kind of took more away from the video than the song i mm. guess um but yeah I, I don't think it was a bad tune it was I'm sure if I listen to it more mm. I'll be like oh yep yeah, yep yeah, yep yeah, that's my song um but like instantly I wasn't just like oh wow this is amazing but um yeah definitely that whole Free Wake Kiss <laughs> with the girls was I was, was uh yep interested in that <laughs> <laughs> interested I <laughs> what, what did you, what did you make of up
1: um, I mean the song in general um beautiful gowns great gowns um <laughs> i didn't hate it uh mm. it was just a bit um mm. as you said the the video was very much like what caught my attention and um cardi if there's yeah. one thing cardi can do is great looks um great visuals um mm-hmm. great kind of uh mm-hmm. concepts and and stuff like that for, for her music videos mm, good taste yeah mm. um that three-way kiss was i don't know if it, if i was the only one i felt a bit like just slightly uncomfortable i don't know maybe it's the prude in me just slightly like oh this is a bit i don't know mm. maybe I'm, I've, i haven't had sex in ages maybe i'm just a prude now yeah it was, <laughs> <laughs> it, it was um yeah like uh, cute, cute song good for her good for her um on the on the note yeah, of um provocative provocative um, exactly it gets people going um mm, mm-hmm. but did you uh what did you think about the uh the crybaby video
0: i don't think i've watched it oh my days uh was it good?
1: uh, yes, that was, yeah, I mean, it was again, like Megan, great looks, uh a lot of our shaking, um the baby good time, yeah, having mm-hmm. a good time, um, the baby was doing what the baby does, um, yeah, like it was a mm-hmm. cute, cute video, I enjoyed it, um, the song itself, uh, I think mm-hmm. yeah, it's probably one of my the ones I like more on Megan's album, I think, um yeah, it's just a it's okay. just a fun, mm. like you know boppy
0: kind of song you know um yeah mm-hmm. um also wanted to give a quick shout out to Fredo's new album money can't buy happiness i think it's called mm-hmm. um i had a quick listen to it yeah awesome. um, and enjoyed the track with dave mm-hmm. money talks enjoy so, that track yeah um also shout out to serpent with feet he released a new song fellowship yeah uh, i really enjoy serpent with feet Um, And I love the song because it was like an ode to just friendship, which is, you know, sweet. It's cute. Um, Also, Diggity and AJ Tracy released Bringing It Back. really enjoyed that. Yeah, I like that. Don't Judge Me As Well by Heady One featuring FK Twigs and his guy Fred Again, who he collaborates with. He did an album with him. And I spoke about that album before, said I really enjoyed it from Heady One. Thought it was Mm. a really interesting new direction to go in in terms of his sound. So, yeah, whenever they get together on a track, uh, I've always got a lot of love for that. But yeah, just wanted to give, um, just wanted to pay homage to Sophie, mm. um, a electronic pop artist, producer, DJ, just incredibly talented person who uh, unfortunately passed away recently um, due mm. to an accident in Greece. Mm. And um, yeah, I actually was one of those people who actually hadn't hadn't heard of her, yeah, um, really, or not known of her work immediately. And um, I knew kind of her songs once, like once she passed, and I heard, oh, okay, she was on that. And um, to be honest, I went to it thinking, hmm, I wonder if I'll actually enjoy this because some of the m- more popular songs that I was that I heard was one by Charlie X, C X, which I didn't really like. Um, and another one with Madonna, Bitch I'm Madonna, which <laughs> was it really for me. So um, I did, you know, go with a bit of like, I guess, skepticism about whether I would be into her work. But yeah, I checked out her um, album, Oil of Every Pearl's Uninsides. And it was a masterpiece from start to finish. And, like, I'm not super into, like, electronic pop, um, really. And so this was actually just... It just really blew me away, I think, from the get-go. Like, the whole album just sort of serves this, like, allegory for, like, her sort of trans experience. And just, you know, going through the motions of, like, you know come reconciling like just reckoning with all of that the sort of emotions that she goes through and just you know validating those emotions and then from actually like trans like almost this this transformation happens and you know it happens at one point in the middle of the album and you hear like a baby crying it's like she's reborn and she talks about you know um the trans experience in such an interesting and abstract way in many ways um, like you know she talks about face shopping and how you know mm. by you know getting fillers and you know getting all kinds of surgery like she's finally like or not necessarily because she you know she identified as a woman long before the surgery I imagine but it's like she's helping herself to become the woman that she's always felt that she was yeah. and I felt yeah. like just that idea was explored really well and there were definitely some like moments of transcendence in the album And, you know, by the end, she comes with um, Immaterial, I think it is. And it's just like a moment of, like, jubilation um, because she's just finally who she is and she's enjoying herself and living her best life. So, yeah, like, the album was honestly amazing. I'm, like, so interested by her. um, And I actually just can't wait to go back to listen to the album again and just unpick it even further. So, you know, obviously it's such a, a tragedy. And a loss uh, not just to the queer community, the LGBTQ community, but just the world in general, because she's worked with so many artists, so many artists came out to express their condolences and you know sorrow about what's happened. Some notable people were Niall Rogers, Rihanna. So this was a woman who really had a massive influence in the music industry behind the scenes. Yeah. And yes, I Rihanna. guess the only like kind of solace we can get is that she's left behind this beautiful body of work that will be her legacy. And, you know, it's even quite, you know, it's, you know, it's kind of like a weird bittersweet because like moment, because like the first track of the album is called It's Okay to Cry. And, you know, that that kind of is like the sentiment now, you know, like, okay, this is where we are. It's okay, okay. to feel sorry about this, but <laughs> there is some joy in this this tragedy and it's like the music I've left behind. So um yeah r.i.p to sophie
1: r.i.p i I, yeah i didn't know who she was before she passed away um Mm -hmm. and then yeah did did my Mm -hmm. googles and stuff but um Mm. i don't know maybe i need to re-listen to the album i listened to it today while i was like doing reading and stuff like that so i didn't like listen to the lyrics i was just kind of listening to the music and just off the music didn't really do it for me but i might have a re-listen and just like actually listen to it um But yeah, no, I didn't know she was such a big figure. Yeah, yeah.
0: And I would actually say when you listen to her, like search out the music videos um, because they work so well to tell the story of um, like the songs. And in fact, one of the music videos, I think it was, um, I think it was Face Shopping. Like, cause she like distorts her voice so much that it like becomes an instrument and you can't really make out what she's saying. But the lyrics kind of appear on the screen and that helps to tell the story. So I definitely say like, you know, obviously there are some songs that don't have the music video and you just have to, you know, work with what you got. But definitely with the music video, like listen in conjunction and it just helps to sort of illustrate the story she's trying to tell.
1: Sound awesome. Okay. Sweet. So we're now going to jump into the lowdown, which is our pop culture segment where we discuss uh trending topics, TL, shenanigans, mm-hmm. celebrity <laughs> mess, um, all that fun stuff. Um yeah. Okay, so um have you heard of this new film coming out called um Namaste Wahala? <laughs>
0: yeah, I have. but <laughs> um, you know what? I'm gonna check it out. Just just for the fun yeah, and the commentary. I mean I <laughs> it
1: sounds lit you know what yeah
0: yeah it's gonna be fun i don't think it needs to be taken too seriously yeah <laughs> the, the name cracked me up oh, oh yeah like, oh, my.
1: <laughs> <laughs> welcome Wahala. Oh, welcome trouble i love and I mean, just the, quite the quite two cultures actually. like yeah just like the two like just the, in general like the cultures and stuff like and i've seen indian nigerian weddings and if there's two communities who know how to throw a fucking party it's Indians and Nigerians. There's right. <laughs> <laughs> there's a there's this mm. film that's due to come out, I think, on Valentine's Day on Netflix. Netflix, um, and it's basically a love story of an Indian guy and Nigerian woman. Um, and yeah, it's basically about um, the challenges of kind of bringing two people from two very different cultures and like their family mm. and all that kind of stuff. But yeah, I think it's a rom com. So um, mm. I've, I've watched the trailer and it looks it looks fun and. Um <laughs> I'm interested to hear what the uh yeah. I, I mean I'm presuming just off the bat this girl's probably gonna be Yoruba. So I'm always intrigued to see what um people say about the <laughs> the Yoruba used by um most m- most likely the Yoruba that her aunties and uncles will be will be speaking when they fly for the wedding. Um 'cause yeah, yeah I I think that came up with um It's a Sin and uh apparently the Yoruba was trash. Um, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean I would yeah. oh, my
0: but... days. Yeah, it, no, it was disgusting. Like is I <laughs> <laughs> we'll, we'll get back we'll get back to it to Zen, but I will say that my yeah. like literally I can't even speak fluent Yoruba. Well at all really <laughs> but like I know what Yoruba sounds like when a Yoruba person is speaking. And yeah. literally she was speaking, and I was like, what strange language is this? And like <laughs> I just could not and I was like, it kind of sounds familiar, but like the just intonation is all over the place. Is um, it? so I just don't know why they cannot find a decent um actress <laughs> who can do Yoruba accents. I just don't know what the issue is, but yeah. Mm. <laughs> that that was a sin. <laughs> <laughs>
1: so netflix we'll watch we've got our eye on you we're watching um but yeah that should be fun um Mm -hmm. i look forward to that uh what else we got so did you see the whole thing with um attack of the nerds revenge of the nerds sorry uh with gamestop
0: yeah i did i did that was awesome
1: (laughs) it was yeah so like okay all right i'm gonna try my best to I'm not an economist. We Neither of us are um, economists. Ooh, I so. actually
0: have a really good analogy to explain. Oh, yeah. Okay, um, you go. Go for it. Go for it. I think, yeah? I, think I get it, but okay. you, I'll let you go. Yeah. Okay, let me just get my notes. <laughs>
1: <laughs> we, need, uh, we need Margot. We should have got Margot Robbie on here to, um, <laughs> to give us a run through.
0: Okay, so uh, I understand, short in, and I'm going to mansplain it for you all now. <laughs> <laughs> so... <laughs> Your friend Jermaine has a car. Jermaine. (laughs) Now, you go to Jermaine and you're like, yo, can I borrow your whip? And Jermaine's like, cool, just make sure you get this shit back to me because, you know, it's a nice car. Let's just say, I don't know cars. So uh, let's say it's a Merc,
1: mm-hmm. a particular
0: <laughs> type of Merc, <laughs> but I literally don't know. But uh, three series, let's just say, uh, I don't know if that's a thing.
1: I'm a gay, I don't know about cars.
0: So it's a three series. It's worth 1K, okay? Now you're like, okay, okay, cool. But in your head, you're like, oh, 1K, you say. So then you go to your friend Kwame and you're like, Kwame, what's good? <laughs> so I got this car, it's a Merc. Free series we've said, and it's worth one k. So I'ma sell you this car, and I'ma buy it back off of you tomorrow for whatever it's worth. Mm. And you never know, it might go up in price, so you could be like in the money for this. Kwame, <laughs> so Kwame is like, oh, calm, calm. That sounds good. Still, yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's do it. So then, next day, you go to Kwame. Kwame's is like, yo, okay, got the car for you. Just give me the 1K back. That's cool. Like, you know, yeah, I'll sell it to you for 1K. You're like, ooh, Kwame, Kwame. I'm sorry, man. Like the price of the car has gone down. It's actually just worth 500 now. That's, that's all I can give you. <laughs> Kwame's like, what? But it's like, okay, fine. You know what? Take, here's the car. So you buy it back for 500. Then you go back to Jermaine, <laughs> Jermaine yeah. and you give him that car. And now you are £500 Mm -hmm. up because you bought it back for less than you Mm -hmm. sold it. Now, let's say you try it again the next day. And you're like, yo, yo, Kwame, same thing, yeah? So Kwame's like, yeah, yeah, cool. No worries. Yeah, let's do it. Let's do it. I'm
1: screaming at this. But this
0: time, Kwame's like, okay, guys, here's what we're going to do. We're going to buy up every merc." Free series. <laughs> <This fictional laughs> we are gonna buy every one of these cars, so much so that people are gonna see us buying these cars, they're gonna see them everywhere, they're gonna be like, shit, we want that car, and the price of the Merc will go up. So then you go back to Kwame, you're like, yo, 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 let me get the car back. You know what? Let's just do it straight. 1k, 1k is fine. But then Kwame's like, prof, you don't know about this car. This is a big bank car you know this car is worth 10k now and you're like 10k now come on it was worth 1k when I saw yesterday what do you mean 10k k was like look it's 10k now I'm afraid and now you ain't got the 10k for the car and so you're broke and now Jermaine's like where's my car where's my car (laughs) and there's nothing you can do about it and that is basically what happened at GameStop
3: <laughs>
1: <laughs> that was I first of all, thank you. Love the cultural sensitivity, um, the inclusion, the names, yeah. um, the lingo, like very Fried for your bone. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that was hilarious. Uh yeah, no, that was way better than the kind of bland um cnn esque explanation I was gonna give. Uh yeah, so yeah, that's basically what happened. Um the Redditors uh were Contributing to like driving up the prices and shit. And um, yeah, I think the main hedge fund was, um, uh. was it like Melvin? Melvin Capital, yeah. And I think like they lost, last I checked, um, they lost more than, <laughs> <laughs> than like, or like hedge funds um, lost more than like $5 billion. Um, uh. And that was the last time I checked. Uh. Uh, But I think uh, there was also some interference with like Robinhood, the app and stuff. And then they tried to like Mm -hmm. stop what the Redditors were doing. And then everyone was like, yeah. Um, And then the government was saying something about they're gonna like see what's going on and yada, yada, yada. And of course the rich hedge fund people was like, oh, regulation, they shouldn't be (laughs) able to do this. The poor's have figured it Mm. out. Um, So yeah, I can't lie. But beyond like the first day, I didn't keep up. I haven't kept up too much since then. I just found the initial kind of story. Yeah. hilarious oh i love
0: um, <laughs> it <Reverend Shana.
1: laughs> amen listen because as people have said bad times this whole economy shit is just i'm gonna sound uh. like those kids on tiktok it's just kind of like you know it's just <laughs> all made up like we can't print more money because the economy will inflate like mm-hmm. just deflate it it's not that mm. serious you guys are overthinking it <laughs> 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 but like it's all fucking made up um yeah absolutely so mm. yeah the pause figured out how to how to do it it just killed me when i um, fucking elon musk like tweeted GameStop because he fucking hates um a lot of these hedge fund people um so okay he, and like you know elon musk is like yeah king weird reddit nerd um mm-hmm. person um mm. slash richest person planet now um <laughs> so yeah he he also like um contributed to all that shit but um yeah no it was funny the memes were great um mm. i enjoyed so uh well done reddit nerds um for that absolutely uh keep keep going do your thing eat mm. the rich um <laughs> <laughs> uh so the so not gonna lie with this whole golden globes thing Oh, yeah. I have not watched the majority of what has been, like... No. <laughs> I didn't. I, I tweeted, I was just like, I haven't watched Emily in Paris, but I agree with the outrage. Oh, same, um, same. I did watch <laughs> I May Destroy You, and I know that was fantastic. There we and go. And so people was, who were saying that, Michaela Cole was snubbed. Mm. 100% agree, because that show was amazing. Mm-hmm. The writer of Emily in Paris literally, like, tweeted, like i wrote that as a fucking joke like we do not deserve this um nomination so but then people started dragging her and being like oh you see like media but (laughs) but, yeah um she thought she was being like cool and edgy and whatever and then she still got dragged but um (laughs) (laughs) we'll find a way we'll find a way (laughs) honest the internet is so exhausting i can't um
0: i mean i didn't watch emily in paris either because i knew it was trash like (laughs) i saw the trailer (laughs) i think i walked in on my sister watching it and i was like this is trash um uh, and yeah the fact that like you literally <laughs> look trash. at like you know all of the nominees like
1: even in terms
0: of like just diversity it's
1: white as yeah hell. it's not
0: just white as hell it's white and blonde as hell like there's not even diversity within the whiteness did you see that it's, picture yeah yeah it's like blonde supremacy all these people within the With good just, Viola like, Davis's like,
1: face. just and then... still still <laughs> yeah. here fighting like what was that for It was for, one sec, one sec, Ma Rainey's Black Bottom.
0: Oh yeah, I watched that. I really enjoyed that. Um, But yeah, Um, a fucking joke. Like, I May Destroy You. Everyone even said like that, like it was like the most important, most like just amazing thing that happened on television, like in not just that year, but like in years people were saying, like people were saying like, this was like a cultural reset. Like this was just a, outstanding piece of work and for it to not be acknowledged Mm. is just an absolute disgrace
1: like i we i feel like we do this Mm. every time these Mm. kind of award shows come around um you know don't let the award shows like determine your talent but i mean i get it it's good to be like recognized and acknowledged and especially when you put out like an amazing piece of of work and just the I, I remember when it first came out, just the topics it yeah. it generated mm. the discussions and like how they handled like consent and just all these different different issues. Yeah. Um in a interest I mean you couldn't mm-hmm. people had fair criticisms about mm. how they handle certain things, but mm. it was definitely like mm. a very, yeah. very well yeah. done um piece of work. And so I yeah, no, I don't know how the fuck that happened. Mm. Um but yeah, no, that picture was fucking what? Yeah, like you said, just the, the blonde. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> There's someone. Um, I've seen this. This isn't like tr- not trend on TikTok, but there's this whole thing of I saw. There's this one video with this girl. Um, I think she's a she's like a blonde girl, and then it's like oh, when he likes brunettes or whatever, and then like brunettes have been duetting it, and then black people are like is this like the the white version of colorism, like blonde versus brunettes, <laughs> like, <laughs> white or white violence what's it's going so on so true don't even
0: get me started in them gingers oh
1: my days I, oh my babes um, <laughs> the niggas are the whites uh, literally nah, like you, it's another grab <laughs> <laughs> I actually think it is no it is <laughs> oh my gosh I do love them. I do oh my god there's this fucking like oh yeah I told you about it. this like 6 foot 5 like ginger guy who I saw on my 4 you page who oh yeah yeah St- oh. <laughs> dr um i'm so sorry um but yeah anyway golden globes uh <laughs> shame mm. on you shame on you <laughs> do better do better um mm. also uh on the topic of shame on you <laughs> lil uzi vert what's going on with oh
0: my day
1: what the <laughs> fuck is going on there
0: oh it i just can't even so uh, i mean if uh, no one knows Lil Uzi that got a, I think, it, 22 or was it 24? 24, 24, 24, million. 24 million. pink diamond inserted into his forehead. Um, <laughs> and it's fucking trash. Right. It's so trash. I think disgusting. it looks like that guy from
1: fucking Avengers. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like,
0: my goodness. Like, I've, like, and just the comment, I've really enjoyed the commentary on it. Like, people are saying... Like, if he takes off his top too fast, it's over for him. (laughs) People are saying, like, that hole is going to stink. (laughs) Oh,
3: yeah. I don't even want to know. That does not look hygienic.
0: Even just, like, when you get, like, your ear pierced for the first time, you know, (laughs) like, if you're not, like, you can catch a whiff of just, like, you know, flesh. (laughs) like, rotting (laughs) flesh. Flesh. You know, (laughs) let alone a gaping hole in the front of your head. Also, like, even some of these, like, body modification things that you see it. Like, you know, people get these, like, cute little, like, you know, piercings on, like, their cleavage or, like, just their, like, wrist or something. And then, like, mm. oh, a year later, like, your body was just like, mm, nope, and just, like, yep. pushes it out. <laughs> Rejected. So, I can't, uh, yeah, exactly. I can't even see how this is going to stay in his head. And then he's yeah. just going to have, like, this yeah. big hole. The
1: mechanics of it, I was very, very confused about. Mm. um, mm.
0: And
1: just why, I... If someone gave me 24 minutes...
0: Mm.
1: <laughs> Tax the mm. rich.
0: And this wasn't even just like a spur of the moment thing. Like, this has been a long time in the making, he's been saying. Wait, are you he's serious? He's been like trying to get... The- yeah, yeah, I well, feel no. like he's this been is, that's to get- worse.
1: I feel like that's worse. <laughs> I would almost rather yeah, it no, was absolutely. a spontaneous thing. You absolutely. were planning for this. No. Nah, no, he's oh, been
0: like nah. paying it off like Bruh. over years to this person who inside it in his head. I'm screaming. So... What a poor life choice. Oh. <laughs> Twenty-four. <Yeah. laughs>
1: Bruh. Mm. Oh my gosh. Damn. Imagine, mm. can you imagine if Kim Kardashian did that? I would scream. <laughs> Kim, people are dying. Did Lord Uzi get much of the people are dying? You know? <laughs> or was what? it just what the fuck is wrong with you? Yeah, I think
0: most people were just like just so like bemused and like confused and like honestly. <laughs> I just, I, I just, you know, I'm going to keep an eye on this because honestly, I can't see how that thing will stay in his head. I just don't see it. <laughs> so yeah.
1: Well, um. Um, in terms of other things that are staying on people's heads, um, <laughs> I, I saw that. Okay, I, can I just get out of the way first mm-hmm. because I'm, I know like it's really bad, and I really hope she's okay. My eyes are watering Ooh, right now. Gross. But when I saw that TikTok. <gasps> oh, of that girl.
0: My goodness. <laughs>
1: who had used
0: gorilla glue. Mm her oh, no. <laughs> Cuz she ran out of got to be I know, my eyes what is chewing. it? What's it called? Got to be glue or got to be styling? Got to be
1: yeah, got to be yeah. My goodness. I I lost it. I lost it. I I'm I'm crying right oh, now. I, I can't. It's coming back to the me. Whole it's coming thing back to from me.
0: start to finish. The like It was a mess. Her eyes. You can see she was trapped. <laughs> like she's trapped in her Bruh. own head. Like, Someone help me. <laughs> like, she is so lost. She's so lost. I honestly I saw oh. it I was like no I I'm so worried for her oh no no no! I'm so worried for her I'm like I'm, I'm glued <laughs> pardon pun, pun. I'm glued to this story like I need to know what's going on <laughs> like so the latest um is that she huh? went to the ER which which the was asshole. my first because honestly like this is like serious <laughs> like Like, it's it's hilarious to me. Like, people are like, you know, I was talking about this with my sibling they were like, you know, oh, do you think like she can save any of her hair? I'm like, hair? Are you crazy? (laughs) This is about scalp now. We're in scalp territory.
1: Legit, that shit's gonna rip off.
0: She needs to get that shit off ASAP because before too long like the hair follicles and all those like pores and shit they're going to get blocked and clogged up there's going to be infection there's going to be bleeding i mean
1: it's been like a month already
0: honestly i don't even know how she's lasted this long but yeah like at this point we're just trying to save like skin um (laughs) i'm i'm terrified for her i like i i don't think she'll ever have hair again not not her own hair. Oh, anyway. yeah, no. Oh, no, no, no. Like, I don't know no, how them no. follicles like, are, are going to survive that. My gosh. You know what wigs I love? Wigs are though?
1: her future. I, like, Legend usually. are killing my people.
0: Right. But you know what? <laughs> usually people would be like, berating her like when this kind of shit happens we're all just like oh you're so dumb blah 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 but i feel like we've really just rallied around her we just want the best because for it's her.
1: scary like we yeah, just want her it's the
0: sc- <laughs> like we're just like bring her home <laughs> do everything you can for her <laughs> collectively friends, as a community we're uh, just like waiting
1: for, yeah, for results yeah. oh yeah no i followed her on instagram like i've followed her on tiktok like mm. i'm I've been keeping up to date. Um, like, I mean, yeah, I laughed because when I first saw it, it was fucking hilarious. I can't lie. Um, but mm. yeah, no, on a serious note, like literally everything you just said, like that is, she's fucked. She's, oh my, like, I, I don't know oh. like much about oh. wigs. Like I've, I've never worn wigs before. Um, I'm literally looking at my sister's um, got to be spray right now. Um, <laughs> I, I just, like I mean, sus- I'm not trying <laughs> to like, <laughs> in it, yeah, no, my sister, her, Wig collection is off the chain. Um, I'm, I'm lazy and low maintenance. Um, but I just, like, not to victim blame or anything, but mm. I, I just don't get how you would think that... someone Some people were like, oh, maybe she got it confused with gorilla snot, which is apparently a type of, like, wig glue. I
0: also got confused But this is that.
1: stuff that you use mm. for, like, industrial... Like fixing your like, car. Metal yeah, to like, metal to things. <laughs> yeah. You don't put it on your... S- Again, not to victim shame, like, honestly, like, from the bottom of my heart, oh, I hope she's okay. And I, too, goodness, I'm terrified for her and her follicles. But I just don't understand what, why this, what, you know who killed, you know who killed me? Mm. Um, When I, when I saw this on my time. Because, <laughs> you know, Crystal, like, yeah. hates colored contacts.
0: How does she? <laughs> <laughs>
1: Oh yeah, no, she hates them. I mean to be fair, so do I. I fucking hate them. Um but yeah, I can't remember if talking about that, maybe that's a whole should... other discussion. <laughs> yeah, we're not gonna get into that today. But um she's like if she took those coloured contacts out of her eyes, maybe she would have been able to tell the difference. Um <laughs> I did not say that, just a... i did not say that. However, that was something that was said that I saw um which was oh. low key hilarious. Um mm. but yeah, no, I you know, I I'm, I'm not religious, but I am praying for you, sis. Um mm.
0: good luck. Mm.
1: Please mm-hmm. people just be press. careful. Yeah. Yeah, be cautious. Mm-hmm. Um and you know, laid edges, it's never that deep. Like you could just go to the store or just, you know, absolutely. Like, mm-hmm. It's 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 okay. It's the baby hairs just it it mm-hmm. yeah, I that whole thing was a mess. Yeah. Um, like,
0: when when do the words like like baby hairs a baby? And industrial, like that's just like talk about using like a sledgehammer to do the job of a I don't know what's the phrase, but you know what I'm trying to say. Like, oh my, my goodness, my goodness, mm. God, just it's in your hands. Take her, my goodness. Take care of her. I mean, not like it's, <laughs> it's not, not over. Thing. I think she could live, <laughs> but it's <laughs> like no, Lord t- Just take it. It's too much.
3: <laughs>
0: oh my gosh, man! Mm. I'm not well, taking. Well, you know, her. we will be following this. <laughs> we will be following the story oh very closely.
3: Uh, <laughs> and yeah, another <laughs> <Enough a> minute. <laughs>
1: Um, yeah god bless that like, uh, young lady um, I was, Just one last mm. thing It's just the way like I just felt the pain Because the way she clapped she was like I have washed my hair 15 T- times, times. <laughs> mm,
3: mm.
1: And she rubbed this <laughs> jump.
0: <down. laughs> oh, oh god And the, was, the, the, the music choice as well For like when she was updating like, <laughs> <Yeah>. us <laughs>
1: Like,
0: <Yeah. laughs> like her life is in <laughs> tatters right now. My goodness.
1: I mean, someone said, like, at least her hair's gonna look good forever. Well, she's trying to get it off now, but... If there's one hairstyle that's gonna be stuck in, at least it, it was nice. Um, <laughs> <laughs> oh, my gosh. Mm. I... Oof. Mm. <clears throat> right. Uh, mm. So, who's next? <laughs> who's next? <laughs> um. <clears throat> uh, <clears throat> TBH, I mean... <clears throat> I haven't really um so the t- the t i and tiny um allegations I haven't
0: really looked at it, no,
1: yeah, I saw them, but I was like I am staying away from that uh-huh. um that i yeah uh-huh.
0: um i mean i've I've always disliked yeah. well, not always, but I haven't liked t i since since you can oh, have yeah. whatever you like, yeah. so you know like <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> like that's uh-huh. yeah. And I, you know, I mean, he's done many a thing that have, you know, obviously this is a whole new <laughs> level. This is a whole new level. Yeah, this is crazy. Because you are now going and what allegedly going into now human trafficking, and you yeah. know what, it was just too the, the the whole like involving like tiny in it as well. Like it was just too like reminiscent of just like other weird things we've heard of like happening in the industry. Like I mean, my mind, yeah. my my mind went straight to like R. Kelly. And like how he would often yeah. involve other victims in like whatever they were doing. Yeah. So but yeah, I, I am a bit dismayed by the the response to this. Um <clears throat> I, I'd be really interested to see whether like um rappers are like this is enough for rappers to finally like um dis dissociate, if that's the right word, <laughs> themselves from him because you know he's said some terrible things and then rappers will still be like Mm. putting him in his then putting him in their music videos Mm. and you know going on that expeditiously shit with him and stuff like that so (sighs) i mean i'd like to think that this might be the one that at least puts him if not like well again it's all allegations at this point so who knows but yeah surely like yeah he can't be getting any more invites to like you know these really classy um you know uh rich Negro events anymore, surely. Like
1: I doubt that he will. Mm. Really? <laughs> just in terms of how the industry is well. Work- I mean again, like emphasis on allegations mm. and mm. uh and obviously like as per like he put out a whole again like I did not watch it like seven, eight minute whatever video mm. of him just basically saying this is dumb as hell and like not true and da da da. da. Um yeah I mean just like from like there's a fuck ton of like abusers in the music industry uh, and people around them who protect true. them. And so true. if this is true, like I doubt I mean, unless they like literally catch him in four K, um, uh-huh. I don't really it's just gonna be like, Oh, you know, you know, people make up shit and thank you next. Like <laughs> That's I That's so true. Yeah. Oh what I did <coughs> what I did think of was um you don't watch Real Housewives, do you? About No, Atlanta. I don't. Um, you should, it's <laughs> it's uh it's it's something. Just 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 for Nini, like just so you can understand oh, okay. that like Nene's Nini memes yeah. I think, in context. I think yeah,
0: yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah it's yeah, the black if there one. Were, if there was any franchise of the Real Housewives I would watch, it'd probably be yeah, yeah. that one, yeah.
1: <clears throat> yeah, yeah. Um there was a, I I think was it season it was a few seasons ago. Um uh one of the one of the cast members, um, Phaedra Basically, she, like, made up... Well... (laughs) Okay. Uh, So there's one character called Portia who... Mm. God bless her. Beautiful girl, but just a a little bit dim. um, Mm -hmm. And she was, like, good friends with uh, Phaedra who low-key or high-key like a fraud but it was like an attorney and everything like very much like quote-unquote southern belle and proper woman and yada 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 and her husband was in and out of jail um for like racketeering and shit but anyway (laughs) um (coughs) so phaedra like didn't really like candy and like phaedra told portia that candy and her husband todd were like again like trigger warning and everything were mm. like drugging girls and like bringing them back to their yard and like right you know yeah. doing whatever mm. um and then she told like portia basically we're trying to get portia to think that like candy was like candy fancied her and candy was gonna like drug her and like sexually assault her or whatever and then that's when Portia started like being all aggy towards Candy and whatever and then eventually it came out I think it was at the reunion when it came out and then Candy fucking lost it Mm. and I mean as you would like if you're being accused about something like that Yeah. Um. but that was the first thing that kind of came to me because then I think someone also might have made the point that she might have like because Candy was in Escape, which the same group that Tiny was in. Okay. So it might have been a case of uh, Phaedra finding out about someone from Escape as opposed to it being like Okay. Candy yeah, yeah, specifically. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Again, like I know fuck all about yeah. the ins yeah. and outs of this, but um mm. that's just kind of what um <clears throat> came to me as well. But um
3: mm.
1: yeah, I I again allegations, but the way T I moves. Yeah. Yeah. I, it would not, you know, be a major shock. Um <clears throat> Um ooh, what I did <laughs> one of, what I did watch uh today was that um Handsworth Parish Council, um that zoom <laughs> meeting. <laughs> <laughs> my <laughs> <That lady. laughs> goodness. She's Mike. my new um my new Twitter icon. I fucking love oh, her. Oh absolutely. Legend. She is, legend. Yeah. She's Jackie like Weaver, like our legend.
0: The the woman that She's just like I feel like she just represents like the female struggle of like being in these like you know rooms of power and the fight you have to do to just like you know hold your own. And like also the the high standards, like sorry, we've jumped the gun here, haven't we? <laughs> Should we backtrack? Um
1: Yeah, yeah. Do you wanna do you wanna take this one?
0: Yeah, I'll take this one. So basically, um this video came to my attention. Um, and I went to, like, the the info section on the YouTube, uh, like, description, and it said there was a prequel to the video, so I was like, okay, let me check out the prequel, because I'm just one of these people, I need to see, like, you know, the backstory, so I go to the prequel, and <laughs> basically, they're, so yeah, they're at the Hanforth uh, Parish Council meeting, um, I know nothing about like i don't know what any of this is um (laughs) i didn't know they had parish meetings yeah yeah honestly like i don't even know if that means that they're all like christian like i honestly have no idea what this means but what i will say is this was so interesting because it's kind of like like when you watch any sort of like tv drama about like a field that you don't really have any knowledge about what you go by is more the you know the dynamics in the room and just because you don't need to, like, for example, I don't know, when you're watching like Grey's Anatomy, you don't need to know everything about the medical in this um, well, um, field to know when like two niggas can't stand each other in the room, you know, <laughs> <laughs> so then I'm watching this and they're talking and there's counsellor i can't remember his name the clerk Mm -hmm. the guy with the like weird black tooth yeah yeah yeah. and yeah, like he is just refusing to answer questions like again i don't even know like what this means in terms of like politics and whether they are all um of the same party or whatever but he was definitely giving me tory vibes oh yeah and jackie was giving me labor vibes (laughs) (laughs) and um Yeah, and basically they're holding this meeting, and it's just a complete, like, power struggle. And, um, (laughs) like, it's just, you know, like, eventually, um, oh, no, I really want to get the names, because they were pricks. (laughs) Um, So there was Mr. Brewerton, and I think his dad, um, like, also, they're both, like, on the same screen with each other and yeah like basically they're 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 arguing about like the legitimacy of the the meeting and whether they're like whether the meeting's actually legal and they keep having these arguments about it and eventually like Mr Bruton, he leaves the meeting and this is seen as like just a massive affront. Like, how dare you leave this meeting? What's more important? even says, like, you've got somewhere that's more important to be than this parish council meeting. And he's like, yeah. And then he leaves. It's so petty. So then we come into this new one now. This ever. is the main event. Honestly, we came to come into the main event now. And Jackie Weaver's there to act as Clark. Again, I don't know what that is. But I think it's like moderator. Yeah. So she's acting as Clark, but then there's also the chairman and they can't quite establish who has the power to yeah. exercise, like yeah. to do certain things.
1: Who are who. Yeah, exactly. Yeah.
0: And you know, he says the famous line, you have no, no authority, authority. <laughs> Jackie <laughs> Weaver. Like some Gandalf ass nigga. It was ridiculous, so and she was just like, it. she was like, you know what? I don't need this shit. Oh she kicks God. him out of the room, and then Mister Brewerton, one of his cronies, <laughs> he is fuming. Oh. Like, what does he say? Like, like something like, you need to read the guidelines. Mm. And he's like, he is like screaming <clears> down <throat> the line. It's like, we was like, I don't need this shit either. Kicks him out as well. So then. Finally, it's just her (laughs) and basically all the people that agree with her. And I love it because she, like, in the midst of that, like, she stayed so professional. And it's just ridiculous, like, how, like, you really got up and decided you were going to shout at someone's grandma today. Like, what the fuck (laughs) are you doing with your life? (laughs) Honestly. But I applaud her. She kept it classy. She kept it professional. And she kicked them niggas out. And, like, now she is a hero. (laughs) And they are seen as the villains. They truly are so um shout out to to jackie i was hooked on this so funny. um and like just the commentary as well like i saw someone say that this this was white excellence <laughs> 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 and i was like you know what this is so white and i love it i i've lived oh, for, so for it i've died for it so um yeah shout out to jackie weaver and Amen. yeah
1: i would literally I wouldn't be far from doing the same thing, honestly. May may I kick enemies from my life the way Jackie Weaver kicks her ops out of Zoom calls? That mm. was fantastic, mm. fantastic display. Um, that mm. was hilarious. It was so it was so British, like mm. just everything about. I was like, oh yeah. my god, this is what like this is the caricature that the rest of the world <laughs> has to so, face. <suffice.">
3: so. mm. <laughs> you have
1: no authority here, Jackie Weaver. Yeah. Bridgestone (laughs) ass, Downton Abbey (laughs) ass nigga. So, shout out to good sis. Um, uh, Okay. Do you want to talk about Captain Tom? (laughs) RIP, first of all. Oh, also, I forgot to say um, RIP to Cicely Tyson, a legend um, who didn't go to Barbados. Of course. Um, So, um, (laughs) you know, cannot even Mm. begin to name like or like discuss the impact she's had on Mm -hmm. film cinema tv Mm. like the culture yeah Mm. absolute Mm. pioneer um Mm. legend uh but you know she she lived a long good life Mm. and um Mm. yeah so i just hope she's she's at peace uh yeah but um yeah back to the other guy <laughs> back um, to
0: captain sir tom moore yeah i'm not trying so, to be like a dick like yeah. obviously
1: like it's sad and stuff and like
0: i mean I for, badly, for both badly. of them for both of them i didn't find this sad news in that they both lived to a ripe old age yeah yeah um like he how like how, how much he was, he was like 100 she yeah. was like 97 like how much more yeah. do you want to do yeah. on here? Yeah. um so i don't think it was like a tragedy um obviously it's sad that he died from covid um, and then, yeah, you know, on the internet, some people had some opinions about it. Um, they they kind of saw his what he represented as like like kind of like problematic. In that obviously, as you know, an achievement. He managed to raise money for a good cause. He yep. showed you know perseverance, and you know, like uh, uh, you know, thirty three million. There we go. So he did. He you know he did bits. Um, of course, though, you know, there are questions to be asked as to is it the job of somebody who has, you know, already paid into this economy, like into our tax system for many years, mm. uh, literally, like, you know, uh, risked his life fighting wars and shit? Um, is it his job to be raising funds for our National Health Service? It's not a charity. And it so. Is not. I understand why people had those like, okay, this is cute, but also let's not, you know, now like and you could see the Tories were using him, like they were claiming him as their own, basically, you know. Yeah. Um, to, yeah. you know, cover up their inadequacy and their incompetence and their failings. Mm-hmm. And I didn't like that. Um and that's not really his fault. What some people did say was his fault was that he shouldn't have been going to Barbados during the pandemic. Um mm-hmm. he says that it was on his bucket list as well as India. Um, some people argued that places like Barbados, which only has apparently two hospitals, do not have the infrastructure yep. to be having people coming over just for fun during a pandemic like that because you can be spreading mm-hmm. the virus. So I also understand those criticisms um and mm-hmm. I it's you know, it's a bit tragic in that if he never went, maybe he'd still be alive today that's you know that's sad as well so yeah i i mean i have i had no or well, have had whatever like no issues with captain tom Warren what he chose to do um but i definitely have issues with um people who are using him to cover up their inadequacy yeah so yeah
1: yeah i agree um like it's not like really time for it but yeah just the the way this government have just <laughs> Uh, yeah with with the nhs and stuff like it is not the job of a hundred year old man to do laps in his garden to raise money for this publicly funded system that we have like it it's it's this is like the government's responsibility and so what really did kind of irk me is like yeah like you said how <clears throat> the government would use this as a sign of, oh, you know, like, no noble British valor and look at him, mm-hmm. like, doing this and, you know, mm. this is what it's all about. And mm-hmm. do, Like, no, like, mm. this man is old. He's mm. on a Zimmer frame. Like, let him sit down, mm-hmm. the fuck. <laughs> like, you should be doing this. You should be doing this. Mm. And again, with, like, the cl- uh, Did you clap the other day? No. <laughs> I, I mean, I... Mean, I <laughs> NGL, I haven't done any of the claps since the beginning yeah, of the I did so, it like, once. Yeah, yeah, it's,
0: like, so performative. Um, I did it's it an once and of, I did it for, like my parents (laughs) Mm. um yeah and then (laughs) afterwards it just pissed me off because like the government wasn't like again it's that whole clapping for them but then when you have like the what's vote, it doing yeah exactly well, like what's it what's it giving you know and
1: my then, claps are feeding them and, their children.
0: and then like a couple of weeks later you have like a vote for example i think it was to like raise nurses wages or something like wages, that wages yep and, and they said no there we go so it's like that clap it's 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 just a lot of slaps in the face you know so yeah. <laughs> like I, I i i can't i literally can't it it like boils my blood to even think about going out there and clapping and be like oh yeah, yeah let's all just in together it's like yeah. no um no. this is a distraction like a, yeah. a very like intentional distraction and it pisses me off that people are allowing themselves to be used as tools um in such a way and people are like gladly you know lining the streets to do this but also i didn't i mean i feel like and people used I don't to know, shame
1: you you know if you didn't
0: clap. Mm, mm, i was like mm.
1: excuse me
0: yeah but i feel like a lot more people are over it this time
1: (laughs) yeah oh yeah because everyone's just done with everything so they're like fuck it it's cold Mm. (laughs) i'm gonna stand up (laughs) it was cute in the summer when it was warm and you could wave to your neighbors or whatever yeah um yeah no my mom in the first lockdown she insisted she would clap (laughs) every single fucking thursday and i was like why are you doing that like yeah i i I can be overly kind of pessimistic yeah Yeah, Mm. cynical exactly but i mean (laughs) i i get the gesture i guess but like again i'm looking at the government who we pay in our with our taxes, mm. like mm-hmm. money to do what mm. they're supposed to do and who are not absolutely. doing what they're supposed to do this country yeah. there's one thing this country loves is just like empty meaningless yep. gestures that yep. do nothing mm-hmm. in practice but just absolutely make you feel good yeah. um yeah and that's just something i just mm. i can't get with it uh sue me <laughs> um yeah so uh you watched mark and marie the other i day, did yeah yep i watched it last night mm-hmm. um what did you think? <laughs>
0: do you want to just say? Okay.
1: Spoiler alert? Also, like, um, spoiler alert. Uh, we'll put like some timestamps, um, in the description of the episode when it comes out. So, um, yeah, for the next however long. Um, but yeah, no, mm. go on.
0: So, um, <laughs> so I had a few things that weren't really to do with it, like critically, I guess. But it's just mm-hmm. so funny because I, I was watching it, and the whole time I was just looking at this guy like. This nigga look like Denzel. I swear, he looks like Denzel. Oh my! And then, God. Did you not clock? Did you not know? I who was John like, is? I was like, this guy has got like literally. Those are Denzel's eyes right there, and even the way he's carrying himself, I'm like, this guy is like Denzel. And I'm like, to yeah, my, the way he carries, yeah, that's. True. Mm. And I'm like yeah. to my sibling, like, hey, um, what's this guy's name? And she's like, oh, something Washington. I was like, you know, he could be Denzel. Is he not Denzel Washington's son? And they were like, no, no, like, he just has the same name as him. You know, it's like Michael Jordan, Michael B. Jordan. And I'm like, I'm going to Google this because I really like this guy. He looks like Denzel. Like, if he's not Denzel's son, he needs to go and get a paternity test. <laughs> <So then laughs> we Google it and lo and behold, he's Denzel's son. So that was interesting to me. Um, I don't really know him. I didn't watch Tenet either. So Did you watch Black Klansman? Ah, I started and I didn't finish it so yeah, actually i have elite seen elite him enough. yeah yeah you're right but yeah um i mean uh beautiful gowns <laughs> like, literally actually zendaya yeah, literally, was looking was, oh it was beautiful. beautiful it was beautiful i mean i struggled at first because i actually oh i haven't seen zendaya in like an adult role i haven't watched euphoria yet um and I think the last thing I saw her in was what? If you say shake it up, shake it up, <laughs>
1: I did. Damn. Yeah, shake it oh, up, yeah, no, and then the greatest
0: is... showman. So, shake it up to see um, her get eaten out
1: in the kitchen counter.
0: Right. On a kitchen literally. Counter. So yeah, I'm like, he's a literally leak. like there, like you know, down there. I'm like,
1: get your ass <laughs> 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 That is a child. <laughs> I would legit the same. Like, like I, get I had away to from like,
0: her. and I knew she was an adult, but I just had to Google it. Um, and I was like, okay, well, okay, yep, Day is a woman she's, now. She's grown. Um, yeah, she's my age. She, she is. Like, maybe I should have watched Euphoria and then it wouldn't have been such a shock for me. But she was but, still a teenager um, in
1: Euphoria, to be fair, which is...
0: Oh, was she? But like I heard amazing. they were doing bits in Euphoria. Oh, yeah, the, the, she's a date <laughs> yeah, for yeah. drugs as well. There we go. Yeah, and I'm like, why is she always pretty cracker? Anyway, uh, same. So uh, <laughs> um, <laughs> so I'm, um yeah, I, you know, beautiful people. Um, I enjoyed the... Be- you know what? For me, it was like, I enjoyed the beginning. I enjoyed trying to figure out what the vibe was. Like, I was just watching it. I was like, this girl cannot stand this nigga. <laughs> and it was just funny watching that. Um, and yeah, it was interesting to figure out what the issue was. Um, But it it did kind of go on. It got a bit silly in some places, like the the mac and cheese thing. That was a bit silly. Like, it made me laugh, but it was also a bit of a silly line. Um, one thing that cracked me up was, like, when, just, like, it was just so, like, when he was like, okay, I'm just gonna go to the bathroom, like, you stay here, think positive thoughts, like, just be okay, like, I've got to be two minutes. That killed me. And then, me. like,
1: <laughs> So relatable. He leaves. So relatable. And then she just, like, staring into the sky. <laughs> and then
0: tears just fall yeah. from her eyes. <laughs> like, I didn't hate the movie, but, um, I think a lot of criticism I saw was that, um, the the director who Sam I, Levinson. there we go um who also did euphoria he mm-hmm. he was kind of using one criticism i saw was that he was using like this black man as, as a, a mouthpiece for his frustrations there, absolutely being a creator yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. and you know i i, I kind of hear that um but yeah in some ways it definitely felt very self-serving um and like just too much like stream of consciousness but it, it it wasn't like the the character's voice coming through but it was like the director's voice coming through too much for me and i i just felt like some of those monologues were just so long and like not particularly great and then by the end i was really tired and like i just kept on falling asleep um like in terms of just like cinematography i thought it was interesting um and I think the concept was cool, but the execution wasn't wasn't great. I think it could have just done with and it's just interesting because a lot of the 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 things that he was complaining about in the movie were I kind of also think criticism for the movie itself. And like I, I guess you could argue mm. like he was kind of doing that preemptively, but like I I still think it didn't work, if you get what I mean. So um mm. Mm. yeah yeah it it was fine i enjoyed it um up to a certain point and then i got a bit bored <laughs> but yeah i didn't i didn't regret watching it but i definitely wouldn't wouldn't watch it again maybe just like short little clips of zendaya but <laughs> yeah
1: yeah um i mean yeah for a good chunk of that movie i was just just staring at her face she's, just, she's so beautiful mm. She's just stunning oh like stunning
0: her, oh like everything like from yeah her, her yeah body, yeah a little crooked
1: tooth yeah like, <laughs> i like, just after she like mm. after she like bathed and stuff and then her hair was like oh pure, pure. yeah yeah i mean yeah. I've, I've said i'm Zendaya's number one simp um <laughs> yeah i mean uh i understand it was it was long can't lie um mm. I did go on. Um, I like the music that was used. Um,
0: Fantastic. Fantastic. I shazammed so many songs. Yeah. Yeah. Labyrinth did a really good job on that.
1: Yeah. And he's done a lot of stuff with Euphoria as well. Um, Working with um, Mm. Sam Mm -hmm. Levinson. Uh, The black and white thing. Like, yeah, I thought like, you know, artsy, whatever. Um, Mm -hmm. It did Mm -hmm. feel, and almost, yeah, it's almost kind of like a reflection of like, us right now but the fact that it was just shot in the same apartment it did feel like especially when they're in the living room for quite a bit it felt quite claustrophobic and i was just kind of like Mm. like can we can we leave this room Mm. like the vibes in here just very hostile Mm. and it's just can we can we get out and Mm. i think that kind of probably just kind of reflects uh Mm. in it um just uh the the uh, something that made me laugh you mentioned um when he's like uh, you know just just stay there just just wait just blah, blah, blah. <laughs> and i don't know that just was very relatable because you know there are times when like you're about <laughs> you're about to fuck and then like you have to pee and by uh-huh. you i mean me because i have the bladder of a child you have to pee and you're just like, okay just just stay there just just keep the vibe just keep the vibe yep, i'll be yep. back <laughs> it's the biggest fucking mood killer in the world <laughs> it's like just 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 wait there just wait there um <laughs> and then
0: you come back, and he's in tears
1: so, <laughs> That's not yet happened to me, but um, it was the first time for everything. Uh, yeah. The also when he's like mm. eating her out, and then she's asking him about butter—that fucking killed me. <laughs> um, I was just kind of like, she mm. is. What is going on here? But yeah, like I, I mean, they explained yeah. it in the movie and stuff. But like one thing that kind of off the mm. bat, just kind of like, just oh, just rubbed me a little bit the wrong way. Was just like I noticed the age difference like mm. immediately. And then, mm, kind of, mm. when they go into how they met and stuff, and like it, they explain, and obviously, like she was mm. an addict and she was twenty and whatever. But mm. just kind of the dynamic of that relationship and how it happened, mm. it just, mm. eh. I was just kind of like, mm, I don't. Yeah. And yeah. that kind of added mm. more to my whenever he was like touching her or whatever. I was kind of like, get off her, you grown man, like. <laughs> 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 and yeah. that's and like it's mm. it's Zendaya and obviously like a lot of the roles we've seen her in she has played like mm. younger characters like teenagers and stuff mm-hmm. and um, I was actually listening mm. today to um, Okay Now Listen which is a really funny podcast with uh, Sylvia Obel and um, Scotty Beam and they had uh, Zendaya on and they talk about the movie and stuff and she like mm. she and Sam are like really really good friends and obviously they've worked together um, on Euphoria and they mm-hmm. basically kind of like she she's a producer in the movie and so they kind of conceptualized it together and stuff. And like, it was a very kind of collaborative effort and everything Mm. like that. And she kind of talks about kind of where her kind of creative, um, what's the word? Um, What she was thinking of in terms of like the conceptualization of the movie and everything. And um, while, yeah, I have heard the criticism or like the critique about like it just being an outlet for like the director to, you know, Talk about his frustrations in terms of like um his art and how it's critiqued and whatever. Yeah, and she addressed that and she yeah. was like, "Yeah, I understand why people say that, but it was kind of mainly like they wanted to like talk about like relationships and stuff and just and mm. at time because I was just kind of like, do you two like hate each other? Because mm. just the reads. Like, One thing I will just, say, the reads.
0: <laughs>
3: yeah
1: yeah the one that (laughs) the one that killed me was when she dragged him for basically like being Mm. privileged and like he kept talking about like the rich white bitch Mm. at the la times and then she was like both your parents (laughs) are professionals you went to an ivy league school like the you're more privileged than that white Mm. girl at the la times and um (laughs) so that was that was Mm. a spectacular read um but yeah it's um what's the overall point um yeah like just kind of looking at relationships and kind of, I think they said, like, being in that place between, like, love and hate and um, just kind of exploring the dynamic and and mm. everything. And uh, yeah. what did she say? She thought the big theme of the movie was gratitude. Because, yeah, that's the whole thing that fucking sparked the argument that he didn't thank her. Mm. Um, and mm. just kind of, especially, I think mm. they've been together for, like, five years or whatever, just kind of, you know, mm. just taking people for granted and shit like that. Um, yeah. But, yeah, I yeah. mean, overall, like, uh, I didn't hate the movie. I thought it was... I like I heard the criticism. Well, I, I laughed like, a lot. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. I was like, I see where you're coming from in terms of the criticism mm. and stuff. Um mm. but I was just mm. kind of like, yeah, like this is I, I wouldn't mind watching again. It was I think the main thing was just it was just quite long for me. Um it was, and yeah. especially with like the monologues and stuff yeah. at times it was just kind of like this is exhausting. But yeah. um overall, yeah. like Yeah. Yeah. Um
0: not it was ambitious, I'll yeah. give it that.
1: Yeah. Uh yeah, and then just lastly, um, do you want to quickly talk about um, It's a Sin? Um, yeah. I finished it yeah. uh, the other day.
0: Yeah, I finished. Um, firstly, I need to apologize because um, in my sort of haste to just talk about my sort of nostalgic, <laughs> or just mm-hmm. my, my like younger crush on um, Ollie Alexander, um, erstwhile crush, mm-hmm. I guess we could say. I forgot to mention how stunning Ash is. my oh, yeah. goodness. That oh, yeah. is a beautiful man. Gorgeous my man. goodness. Beautiful man. The, the hair, the height, the, skin, the eyes. The height. Honestly, yep, all of it. All gorgeous, of it, of gorgeous it, man. It, oh honestly honestly so please do forgive me about for that
1: classic you going for the white twink first
0: <laughs> right right when there was like literally this like statuesque
1: adonis <laughs> like, like pure model 10 out of 10. but again i didn't even
0: say i fancied alexander i was just saying oh it reminded me of what i used to <laughs> anyway um yeah, so yeah right. you know what i think it started off well and it is interesting because i think i think um there was good like, I liked, again, with Malcolm and um, Marie, to come back to it again, that, that idea of, like, you know, um, important art versus good art, that whole idea, I think that kind of comes into play here in that, uh, again, I, I see that It's a Sin was important. And actually, the effect of It's a Sin has been great. Apparently, um, like, so many people, like, the the rate of people getting tested just since that has, like, skyrocketed. Um, so it's obviously raised a lot of awareness about you know sexual health. Oh really? Um, yeah, and it was th- by like it was very successful. I think it was like the most watched show in like years for Channel Four. So well done to them for that. Um, I think it started off really strong, and I was really engaged in the story. And I think it just kind of lost momentum for me. Um, I I think the only character I like truly, truly like loved in that was um was it colin spoilers by the way colin the welsh one colin the welsh one i feel like he was the only character i truly warmed to the others i actually found quite annoying i'm sorry that last shit uh -uh, uh -uh, i couldn't stand it it was fucking irritating (laughs) like wait who you know (laughs) no (laughs) oh Yeah, no, that was not for me at all.
1: I, yeah, the, the gays are going to roast me. I did not, I didn't enjoy it. I didn't enjoy it. Yeah, no,
0: I would slap my friends if we tried to like <laughs> integrate that into our like <laughs> communication. Honestly, I found it very irritating. Um, it's their vibe check. Yeah, I found all of the characters quite annoying in the end, actually. Um, and the, the the script I didn't enjoy, actually, as it progressed. And then that final episode was like, a downer but not because it was sad obviously it was down because it was sad but also i just feel like the pacing of the episode wasn't very good i felt like richie's mum's character wasn't that interesting and i felt like to spend so much time focusing on her Mm. i just her story wasn't quite compelling enough for me and i get it like you know the whole the mom who who grapples with like you know Dealing with this new information, how does she process it? I'm not dismissing that that's an interesting storyline. I just feel like the way mm. they delivered it, I didn't love. To be honest, I think my my issues mainly just to do with Russell T. Davis's that I think that's his name. His style of writing, um, because I've seen what else has he done? Yeah, Queer as Folk, um, Banana Cucumber, and yeah, and, and I think and out lumber. of all of those, Banana yeah. and Cucumber is probably my favorite. Um, and that was kind of like it, it came at the right time for yeah, me as well because like literally like my mm. without going in too deep <laughs> like definitely um, that show introduced me to grinder basically <laughs> so you know it, it, it was a part of my story <laughs> so um, <laughs> okay. yeah but it was all downhill from there so <laughs> so, um, yeah, Banana Cucumber, I enjoyed the most out of some of the stuff he's done. Queer as Folk, I think maybe I would just, it wasn't the right time for me. And this, yeah, it, it, I, I don't think I enjoy his style of writing. It's very, very, like, British, mm. and um, but not in, like, to me, it's, like, quite a white British style of writing. And, like, that's, that's not necessarily in a bad way, but I just found it a bit cheesy, um, a bit... Like the only comparison I can think of is like when we think of like drag race and like we look at like the US drag queens and they have a d- very different style of drag. And then you look at like the UK drag queens more like on season one and they're a bit more like, oh yeah, I and like they're more just like, they've got this kind of weird, different kind of camp sense of humor that actually, it's just different and it's very British. Um And it just isn't my kind of humor. I don't love it. Um... So, yeah, I'm, I mean, I'm, I'm rambling on a bit now, but, yeah, I'm happy I watched it. I thought there were some really cool moments, but I think it lost the momentum for me. But, you know, everyone else seems to love it, so. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, uh, I yeah, I I don't know if enjoyed is the word. I thought it was, yeah, I thought it was okay. Um, it was definitely, like, mm. I, I binged it, pretty much, um, so it was compelling mm-hmm. in that regard. Um yeah i mean more than anything it just it just made me fucking sad um and Mm, i think mm. yeah i think i said this to you as well like obviously like we know what happened in the 80s and like the amount of people that were lost during the AIDS crisis but just properly i mean i have like i mean i've seen like (laughs) bad examples like i've seen rent and (laughs) uh you know um movies Mm. and such like you know philadelphia and everything but just properly kind of grasping kind of the gravitas if you will and just think, I, I think, I, yeah, I said this to you, like, this sounds like a really kind of lame thing to, or not lame thing, this sounds like a really, like, mm. minuscule thing to hold on to. But I was just like, during that mm. time, like, if you're gay, like, yeah. what are you, yeah, are you just exactly. supposed to not have sex? Because, like, like yeah. because obviously, like, mm. in terms of, like, tests, mm. like, they didn't have prep and stuff back mm-hmm. then and, like testing like what they say like it took like six weeks or something
0: like honest i was like when i saw that i was like six weeks my results come back in a day yeah
1: shl (laughs) will get back to you in two days literally (laughs) like
0: no mate shl SHL, oh
1: thanks we'll be back to you (laughs) like
0: shl you'll be on like the train home and by the time you get to your front door it's like
1: like, you're clean bitch
0: (laughs) you know um and like the hiv test gets back to you in like a day so um yeah Yeah. i was like six weeks my goodness um and yeah like writing aside the story yeah, is a very important story and yeah it's 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 shocking to think like you know just how different mm. it was like i remember like watching it i was like where are my sweeties <laughs> where's my prep?" Like, i was just like <laughs> wow like you know we've come very uh-huh. far and just yeah. to imagine like there was a time when it like literally was a death sentence yeah like that is yeah. just
1: it's Terrible. crazy it's and crazy just how people Treated you and like I understand yeah. even more now why yeah. like everyone fucking loves Princess Di so much because Absolutely. when she hugged yeah. like those aid patients um like mm. the way like the people the way they were treating I think it was Colin mm. and or and like other people like they just wouldn't yeah. touch him and like keeping yeah. him like caged up yeah. like an animal it was just like like not only are you have you contracted this disease which is yeah essentially a death sentence but just the dehumanization like the lack of compassion and empathy and the way they looked at gay people and like people seeing it as like a pun like it was just yeah i mm. felt just uh, very sad mm. um watching it mm. but um yeah like i'm glad that it's it's done well and mm. i think in terms of like awareness and stuff because still yeah. obviously like we know but a lot of people probably who aren't as tapped into queer culture like that don't know kind of the extent of how what life was like back then yeah. um and obviously you know section 28 mm-hmm. all that shit um mm. also that boss colin's boss was such a oh oh that he
0: was so gross gross
1: oh, <laughs> oh that made me physically ill yeah. it was just <laughs> and they caught him with that boy as well oh, oh. god yeah yeah. Hell yes. that young looking yeah 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 but um yeah i mean overall um i i mm. thought it was I thought yeah it was pretty decent. and
0: like although maybe i didn't necessarily enjoy it as just like a piece of art (laughs) Um, in terms of, yeah, the impact. um, And it was definitely like an educated thing. Like I didn't even, I never knew that like you could get like symptoms of like dementia from AIDS. You know, I didn't even know that. I thought it was just like sickness, you know? Epilepsy. Epilepsy, I didn't even know that either. So like, Yeah. yeah, it was definitely educational and I appreciate it for that as well. And yeah, I think it's important that, you know, young queer people and, you know, not queer people as well, but for them to see this, um, like, it engaged a lot of... I saw, like, something like 16 to 34 were really engaged with this. So yeah. that's great to see that, you know, the up-and-coming generation, <laughs> like, they will be more educated mm. on the matter. So, yeah. yeah.
1: Sweet. Um, yeah, okay. I think that's us good on the lowdown. Mm. Okay, Sweet. Um, so we're now going to jump into Dear Download, which is our listener letter segment, mm-hmm. um, where we answer dilemmas, queries, um, woes um, mm-hmm. <laughs> from our wonderful mm-hmm. listeners. Uh, if you want to get in contact, um, feel free to email us at deardownlow at com, or you can um, contact us anonymously through the link, uh, Google link on our link tree. Um, So yeah, Bernie, if you could take it away.
0: All right, so we have this letter from Jackie. So, dear Bernie and S, I have a dilemma that I hope you can help with. So recently with my current job, where I am in an assistant position, I've been feeling like I want more control and responsibility. However, to get that, you need to have qualifications and experience. Therefore, I've been considering going back to uni having already completed a theatre degree, to do something more tailored, such as occupational therapy. If I decide to pursue this, it would mean another three years of my life where I would be fixed in this situation, and so wouldn't be able to travel around or anything. But before all this coronavirus business, I was attempting (laughs) to embark on a two-year travelling adventure, going around the world and working in different countries, with Mm -hmm. the goal to end up in Australia for a year so i am worried that if i commit to this course now that i will lose the best years of my life for traveling and might get caught up in life after the degree so never complete my adventure which i promised myself i would do however i'm also aware that right now we can't travel and probably won't be able to for a while so also i don't want to put it off and then miss the degree opportunity and not be able to travel what do you guys think i should do degree now or wait till i've completed my traveling and then settle in the degree Please, any advice would be great. Thanks. P.S. I love you guys. Oh, thanks, babe. That's hard. Um, You're hmm. no, you yeah, go first. Because oh, really? <laughs> uh, that's a tricky one. Mm. Yeah,
1: I mean, like just off the bat, kind of my pragmatic brain is saying the current state of affairs uh, is not good, and in terms of international travel, like even just. Divorcing from the fact that, you know, if, you know, we get vaccinated and stuff here and things here kind of semi-ish get back to a new normal, that's still not taking into consideration the rest of the world and, you know, how fast their vaccination programs are going to be rolled out when they're going to be like in a position where, you know, things can again kind of get back to normal. It just, for me, it's just a bit unpredictable for the time being. So I would be inclined to say I would do the degree now. Um, mm. and just kind of get it done and kind of, you know, so it doesn't feel like now it's just kind of wasted, not a waste of time per se, but it's just kind of like, mm. yeah, just getting it, getting it out of the way. And like, you can then that might even enhance your travel, traveling, um, adventures. Cause if you said like you wanted to end up in like Australia or something or wherever you, you may end up, you can still, you could use that in terms of like jobs and stuff. If you have like an actual qualification, um, mm i think yeah just pragmatically me personally i would do the degree now like Mm -hmm. i presume you're like young and stuff and inshallah if another deadly virus doesn't wipe us all out um the world (laughs) is still going to be there and Mm. you know you've you've got time so me personally i would be inclined to do the degree now and then um go traveling when done and when it's like Mm. safe to do so um To Mm. the extent that you want to, Mm. um, if that makes sense, but yeah.
0: Yeah, yeah, I agree with this. Um, I, like, it's just, we are in a shitty position at the moment. And unfortunately, we are all at a time where we kind of need to make decisions um, as to kind of what we want to do with this time. And then how will that affect the time that comes after this? And unfortunately we're just losing time. Like we we are losing years. Um, and unfortunately, yeah, we have lost one to two years um, of our twenties, if you're still in your twenties. And so there's, there's actually not much you can do. Um, I mean, the way I'm seeing it, it's like, oh, these years don't count, by the way. <laughs> like, I'm the same age that I was when I came into this. So that is not me to be making, like, you know, mature decisions, because I'm silly, baby boy. <laughs> so, like, I just think... Bro,
1: as soon as we get released, I am wiling out. Absolutely. I am moving mad. I am moving mad. <laughs> so, I think, it,
0: you know, like, like we said, we don't know, like you said, you don't know what, the situation is going to be like um, come September. Um, we yeah. still don't know whether Australia will like, they might be like, you know what? We still don't want any of you lot <laughs> because we're doing yeah. all right. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, Borders as well. That's yeah. Mm-hmm. Um. So yeah, we just don't know like what the situation is going to be. I don't think you can just sit around and wait until you're able to travel again, because that may be a while. It may be another year. Um, which you could do if you just want to sit around for a year. But I don't think you should allow your age to like stop you from doing the things that you want to achieve. Like you shouldn't let this pandemic rob you of, you know, it's already robbed you of two years. Like don't let it rob you of your dreams, you know, like Mm. if it's taken like two years of your life then you go, okay, well, I'm still going to do what I was going to do. So, you know, that means that I'm going to be traveling in my yeah. you know mid late 20s however old you are you know like i don't think i feel like everyone as well is in the same position like we've all lost two years of our lives therefore no one's older you know we're all, we're all the same age you know so tell that to my mom <laughs> so i like, i just I, I don't think you can allow yeah this pandemic to rob you of you know your ambitions um So what if, you know, you're 27 and traveling around in Australia? Like there are people before this pandemic, there are people who like they've been traveling around till like their mid-30s and then they're like, okay, cool, now I'm going to like, you know, uh, settle down and whatever. So don't feel like you have to like get all like the fun shit and like the carefree stuff out of the way before like you're 25. And then after that, you need to like be an adult like, yeah, fuck that. Yeah, fuck that. As long that. as you ain't got
1: kids. There like, we you go. Can do it. So, You're free, the world's your oyster. Yeah, so, <laughs> yeah.
0: When it opens. Yeah, when it opens. <laughs> so, um, yeah, I think going for the degree is a clever move. Also, if you go for the degree and then it turns out that, you know, oh, wait, I can go traveling. Cool. Finish your degree. Maybe you work for a little bit, then boom, like use that money and go traveling. Or maybe, you know, you finish your degree and then you just go straight traveling afterwards. Like, cause I imagine you might be able to work while you're doing the degree anyway. So yeah. um, don't, you know, all is not lost. Um, and I think you can do both. I think, I don't think it's one or the other. Um, I don't think yeah. it's, oh, either I get this degree and go into this career or I go to Australia. I think you can do both. And personally, I would do the degree first. Just because it's something to do like like yeah. in in the midst, Legit. in the midst of all of this like uncertainty, that could be something certain for you to do, so yeah, yeah that's that's what I would do in that if I went in that position,
1: yep, yeah, likewise, um but yeah, no good luck, uh yeah, honestly, like right now, structure and order that <laughs> that comes with a degree, although i'm sure I'm sure mm. students right now would to differ, but um yeah um mm-hmm. I, I i agree so yeah good luck with everything mm-hmm. um feel free to write a follow-up if you want um yeah is that is that all we've got for today yeah day? yeah that's all <laughs> okay sweet um well that was day um <laughs> as said before if you have any uh questions um
0: yeah it doesn't <laughs> need to be like super dramatic um doesn't need to be about like your ex like getting with your best friend like it doesn't need to be crazy it can literally just be like it can be it can be and we welcome it (laughs) but (laughs) at the same time we welcome just like you know oh i watched this um did you happen to see it what did you think like yeah it's it's an open um fluid segment so yeah any questions or any perspectives you'd like from us and yeah please do hit us up either by email at deardownlow@gmail.com, at gmail.com or you can fill in an anonymous form in our link in our bio on Twitter and Insta. So please do get in touch.
1: Awesome. Sweet. Um, so now we're going to jump into The Damn Lies, which is our news and politics segment. Um, okay, Bernie, I'm going to ask you, uh, do you want to start with the uk or um the wider world
0: Mm. (laughs) um let's start with the wider world
1: okay so uh, i don't know i mean i assume most people know now because it's, it's been going on for a while but there's currently demonstrations and protests by farmers in india um, because of these legislation changes that have been pushed through by the government. So, again, as said, I will fully claim I'm not an expert in Indian politics, <laughs> by no means. Um, um, I love to tell people, Google, our good says she's free 24 <laughs> 7, and I encourage people to do their Googles and Everything mm-hmm. is, yeah, like, I did a fuck ton of research, and I think, I think I've think i got a grasp of, like, the ins and outs of what's going on. But, um, mm-hmm. yeah, as said, like, please also do your own research and all that shit. Um, so, yesterday, authorities deployed thousands of security forces, mainly outside Delhi, um, where farmers have camped at three main sites for more than two months. The farmers have said that they would not leave until the government repeal the laws. Um, So to just kind of give background, I guess, on what's going on. Okay. So basically in terms of like economy, I think more than half of, yeah, more than half of Indians work on farms in terms of like wages and stuff. For the longest, um, I believe there have been these things called Mandis. Mandis? I'm not quite sure how you pronounce that. Mandis. Um, Mm -hmm. And they're basically like markets that are run by committees made up of farmers and stuff. And mm. I mean, from a sounds bit, it sounds a bit like a kind of like a union ish, okay. but um they help in terms of like uh regulating and like helping in terms of like brokering sales and stuff like that uh was it yeah made up of farmers, often large landowners and traders or commission agents who act as middlemen for brokering agents, so basically, before there was kind of a middleman essentially so yeah, so there's three kind of contentious bills which are set to change the way kind of India's farmers do business and everything. Um, So essentially, I believe what they do is kind of gives, it cuts out the middleman and like the government being kind of there to help kind of make sure things are fair and there's like minimum price and stuff like that. So these farmers would just be negotiating with like businesses. And so obviously capitalism, um, if you don't kind of have the resources to be able to deal with these people properly and you know, whatever, whatever they're most likely going to run over you and so mm. uh so yeah they tried to stealth pass three bills that would liberalize the agricultural sector and make farmers even worse off than they are right now and yeah i think there's been there's someone i'll shout them out at the end but there's been like documentaries and stuff um a lot of farmers have committed suicide because wages are already like not amazing um i think what was the annual wage i saw mm. Yeah. So the 2016 economic survey found that the average annual income of a farming family in more than half of India's states was about 203 pounds a year, or 271 dollars a year. So, All right. So a pittance. <laughs> yeah. So basically, these bills are essentially mean that like small farmers would need to market their produce to investors, and they could potentially make more money that way in terms of you know the classic libertarian you know right-wing argument of you know oh free economy liberalize the market like you know make more money et cetera, et cetera. they could hypothetically make more money however um it would make things um inaccessible for small farmers who can't afford to get like stuff across state borders and then obviously deregulation means that there's a risk that people mm. are like paid less um than the government kind of minimum support price that would be there before so yeah basically people are pissed they've been protesting for quite a while. Um, loads of demonstrations. Uh, there's also been violence by the government. Um, so yeah, many have been injured in the protests um, with some fatalities. Um, the government also cut off the internet, um, suspended mobile internet services in areas around Delhi where farmers were staging a hunger strike and just other typical like repressive shit governments do when they're trying mm. to <laughs> quell um, <laughs> insurrection, if, <laughs> yeah. as, they, as they would call it. Mm so uh, yeah basically it's not looking cute for those guys Um, yeah and then in terms of like other reasons like the bill has been contested like obviously again issues of food security and the impact of farming on the environment so I think before they were incentivized like with government subsidies and sub farmers to like wean away from producing uh, like quote unquote water guzzling crops like wheat Mm. and so obviously when that goes away people are going to again do what makes more money and then you know environmental destruction yeah, da, mm. um, as it goes mm. um and then of course like if you can't do it you ain't got no food so you're fucked um mm. yeah so these people basically feel like um they're going to lose their land um and they're going to lose their income if you let big business decide prices and um buy crops and everything so yeah as said there have been demonstrations in terms of like international responses if you will mm. i think with us i think yeah the uk parliament is considering debating on india's farmers protest um as an e-petition attracts thousands of signatures so yeah i mean for from our perspective they were also mm. looking at it as like media freedom and stuff because yeah they've like as I said before like shut down like internet and stuff and trying to mm. quell kind of people kind of talking about it and everything like that and Mm. freedom of press. So obviously from our perspective, it was like, you know, democracy means free press (laughs) and free media and, you know, freedom Mm. of speech. Mm. So we're going to look into this, but um, yeah, in terms of the actual like legislation that they're trying to pass uh, in terms of like what internationally can be done, I feel like, I feel like not much because like it's, Mm. You might disagree, but, and like I don't oh. agree with what they're doing, but they are like an independent um country, and they have the right to decide, you know whatever laws they want to put in place um so, in terms of like actual, I don't know if like if people would consider sanctions or anything like that, I don't know how that would work tangibly. um mm. so I think, yeah, it'd be more from the angle of like how they're treating protesters and like human rights abuses and stuff like that as opposed mm. to the actual. Bills they're trying to put forward, but in terms of stuff people can do here, there's a few accounts I saw. So, um, as I said before, like I know fuck all about this. I'm learning like everyone else. So, mm. um, at Saving Punjab is uh, an Instagram account that you can follow to kind of keep up to date and like stay informed and everything. Also, Seek Pa is another one with daily updates on the protests and everything. And there's one at toxification doc which is i actually do need to watch it it's a documentary on um farmer suicide in punjab which has been a big issue over there i think do i have Uh. any numbers on that Uh, okay i know um yeah so uh at the moment (laughs) in terms of what we can do is yeah i guess just keeping keeping up to date keeping informed writing to your mp um particularly in terms of like yeah um press freedom and and treatment of protesters and stuff like that because as with you know many demonstrations and stuff that we see in other countries it is Mm. often very heavy-handed and disproportionate and especially when you consider what people are actually protesting for it just Mm. yeah and you know Modi in general like they've been doing a madness in Kashmir and everything so um Mm. yeah but um thoughts and prayers with their man in india do you have anything to say
0: not really um but (laughs) i yeah i (laughs) like much like yourself although not quite because you know a bit more than me (laughs) um i don't know enough about this um definitely heard about it but yeah um i'll definitely be having a look at some of those resources you mentioned and yeah just try to keep abreast of what's going on and, yeah, we can definitely try and help you guys as well, and post stuff on our story to help you guys stay updated with everything that's going on in that situation.
1: Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, no, it's great. They, yeah, they're using, like, facial recognition software and stuff. Yeah, yeah. Mm. Classic, classic tactics. Um, mm. But, yeah, good luck good luck to everyone. And, yeah, as Bernie said, we'll um, post stuff as well on our socials um, that we come mm. across. Um, also, I mean, that does, I don't... I mean, there is a lot to say on this, but at the same time, Mm. for time's sake as well, not enough time Mm -hmm. to like properly talk about it. But Aung San Suu Kyi has been detained in Myanmar. Um, So uh, the military have gained control once more. Um, Basically, like... Long story short, historically, um, Burma at the time was occupied by the Brits. And then after that, they were kind of like a military state for decades. And then the NLD, which is the National League for Democracy, which was um, headed by um, Aung San Suu Kyi, uh, eventually came to power in uh, probably, probably 2015, I believe. Um, mm-hmm. But yeah, there was she was in military confinement for like 15 years i believe uh when did they get her Mm. um yeah in 19 yeah in 1991 she was awarded the Nobel peace prize while still under house arrest and yeah she was in house arrest from 1991 until 2010 and like actively for like 15 years so Mm. she i remember actually when she like came to power in 2015 how it was like such a massive moment because almost kind of like a nelson mandela ish kind of moment because like Mm. she spent so much Mm. time kind of I didn't want to say locked up that sounds uh, what's the, <laughs> I'm locked up. This... What's the um...
0: it's more than detained right it's like, like yeah held well. under
1: military um military house arrest um, yeah because yeah. for the longest you know she was um detained and everything and obviously you know woman etc cetera, etc cetera, and she you mm. know wanted and like fought for democracy and that was what the party was about and everything and yeah I mean she got the Nobel Peace Prize um, but In terms of how Myanmar has treated the Rohingya uh, Muslim community there has been atrocious. And I mean, it, it, it it is genocide. Like, it's... And that's part of the problem I and a lot of people have with her is the fact that she's constantly either, like, downplayed or just flat out denied what's been happening to these people and excused it, like how many, I think, close to, or probably more like 860,000 over that um, refugees who've had to flee to like Bangladesh and like other parts of the world and stuff. And it's, yeah, it's it's crazy. And um, Mm. just the way she's dealt with it and just seemed very, not just seemed, has just been flat out just dismissive and was also like quelled dissent and everything. Mm. Um, So, you know, she is an Interesting character again, like Myanmar politics, by no means an expert. I have mm. just done some Googles and done some reading and stuff. Um, mm. but yeah, she was uh detained on what was it? Yeah, like early February, and yeah, it was a military coup. So, world leaders have also denounced the coup and everything, and you know, pro democracy. Mm. But this lady also has some issues she needs to addressed properly um she's been denounced by uh i think yeah amnesty international her or something or other um the international community i think are starting to get better at like actively calling her out on this but obviously Mm -hmm. there's still a massive problem in terms of how the rohingya rohingya sorry people have been treated so yeah i don't know about this one you know um (laughs) i mean military um control uh military coup I, I, it's not good mm. and you know but her version of demor- I don't know um, mm. because some people can't even vote um, I think the last elections in 2020 yeah November like Rohingya people and other like minority communities couldn't vote In those elections and ironically that's what the military are using to not that specific example but the military are basically trying to use that they're trying to pull a trump and be like oh there was fraud in the election and actually like (laughs) her party didn't win and Mm. the opposition who's like backed by the military they're saying that they actually won and so that's kind of their right to basically start running the thing again so um yeah uh amaza um good luck to that man over there again um Mm as as of before um i encourage folks to you know read up on it particularly like the the Rohingya crisis because that is like a massive issue that's been going on for for years and so there are like ngos and charities and stuff who are trying to help um you know people who have been displaced and i mean more than displaced like driven out so yeah we'll also post that kind of stuff on our socials so <laughs> so yeah, I'm just gonna jump into the UK briefly. Um, mm. Re Brexit, I didn't. I know I said several times I'm gonna read the thing. I've decided <laughs> I don't care. So,
2: <laughs> <laughs>
1: me too. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I've like, I mean, I've I've read like numerous articles and stuff, yeah. and like I understand what's going on yeah. and like the main changes. Mm. But in terms of the actual like legislation, mm. which is like over a thousand pages, yeah. fuck that. Mm. Um. Yeah. So, yeah, Brexit's happening, girls. Um, good luck. <laughs> <laughs> I saw today uh, the latest headline, um, Fury at is exports to EU slashed by 68% since Brexit. Um, So <laughs> that's fun. And obviously there's loads of issues with like fishing mm. and stuff. Did you see that video with that guy who like sold eels or something? And then he voted for Brexit and then yes. um, he did not anticipate yeah. how... It would impact. Um, it would affect. Yeah, know. so he's fine yeah. now. Yeah.
0: Yeah. <sighs> yeah. But I heard that. I think he like he'll be okay because i think he was making like bare money anyway yeah so like yeah he's not going to be like driven to poverty now he may have to you know like tighten the belt a little Downsize. bit. but you know <laughs> that's that's what you you know you wanted to tighten the belt on the freaking borders <laughs> now you gotta tighten your own belt too so
1: <laughs> yeah um fools so, oh so I, many people we don't, I had a, oh. against their best you know we. I I had a conversation <laughs> with a relative the other day and I just I wanted to tear my oh. eyeballs out because at the same time they were like mm. saying, "Oh, you know, the government doesn't care mm. about people and, you know, da, da da da. This relative also voted for the Tories last election. So I was just like, "You know, mm. <laughs> luckily mm. they did. I don't think they voted for Brexit, I think. Um okay. I hope, but who the fuck mm. knows." Mm. Uh, so first thing, I find this literally this came out like a few hours ago actually. Um so they caught the queen in 4K. <laughs> Apparently. Wait, what? Oh, hang they got on. her! They got her! I mean, Wait, this obviously is this, is this is not like a shock. So basically, um, the queen successfully lobbied the government to change a draft mm. law, um, which basically concealed her "quote unquote" embarrassing private wealth from the public, yes. according to documents discovered by the Guardian. So yeah, this came out earlier mm. today.
0: Yeah, I saw that. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> right, the Guardian has been on the Queen's neck. Literally, since, like, <laughs> like I've been watching the crowd as I've been saying like every week, and yeah, like they cannot stand that woman. <laughs> it's hilarious. I mean, like they will not give her a break. I mean, rightfully <laughs> so. Rightfully so. Mm.
1: I mean, again, we we found that lady, so we we have every right. Absolutely. Um. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, a series of government memos unearthed in the National Archives re- reveal that Elizabeth Windsor's private lawyer put pressure on ministers to alter proposed legislation to prevent her shareholdings from being disclosed to the public. Following the Queen's intervention, the government inserted a clause into the law granting itself the power to exempt companies used by, quote-unquote, heads of state from new transparency wow. measures. What else is there? Uh Yeah, so the, que- the scale of the Queen's um, wealth has never been disclosed, but she feared a 1973 bill would allow the public to scrutinize her finances. Um right. <laughs> And uh, in terms of, yeah, we don't know how much she has, but it's been estimated to be around, like, the hundreds of millions of pounds. So hmm. um, she basically said, I don't need the pause. um looking as to <laughs> how I spend their money. So can you please just... <laughs> Can you just, She's thank like, you so much.
0: Mind the business that pays me.
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh, Lizzie. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I mean, again, like it's not, it's not a shot. It's like when the Panama Papers came out. Like, duh. Like, mm. rich people do this mm. shit all the time. Like, that's. Mm.
0: Uh,
1: I mean, yeah. <laughs> I mean, I don't really have much to say. Like. <laughs>
0: mm. Mm, nah, she's a rich
1: bitch. <laughs> <laughs> Period. Um yeah, I is the monarchy anyway. Um so yeah, I mean last main thing. Um let me ask you a question. Mm. Do she... you do you feel uh do you feel patriotic towards this country?
0: <laughs> um I kind of oscillate between you know in in many ways i do but i feel like my patriotism isn't quite the same as what um a lot of british people think patriotism is mm. and really it's just like chauvinism <laughs> like for me because i i guess moments when i realize that i am proud to be british is like you know, Kettle Wars (laughs) against America. (laughs) Or like, you know, when LMA does really well, in terms of like the charts and stuff and being successful. Or when like, Omar Clooney is actually British and just like shit like that. So like, I do like, when I see British people doing well, Mm. I am like, yeah, like I'm proud. Um, but that's about it in terms of like, you know, oh we are the greatest and sovereign this and blah blah blah, absolutely not. Um and I don't feel any yeah. way about any damn flag. <laughs> um and yeah, like I there there are certain things that are seen as like symbols of like patriotism that I don't give a shit mm. about. Um yeah. or, I'm just gonna say it. Mm -hmm. Oh, go on. Like, no, I am going to say it. Like, I don't particularly like. (sighs) I'm not going to rate you just because you fought in a war. And I don't know if that's a controversial (laughs) thing to say. (laughs) Like, don't get me wrong. I get that that takes guts, I get that it takes. Mm courage strength all of that mm. but i i think so many times um or what i will say is i don't like how our boys in blue <laughs> mm. are used again as like a tool to distract us from like mm. the inadequacies and the injustices in this world and like so easily sometimes you know people just like you know like to shield themselves from like criticism they'll just like insert you know oh, our, our boys are troops yeah. you know yeah. and i don't like that um and like i i am more of a pacifist than anything mm. and so you know even when we like i hate the way we like we talk about you know the world wars and we get so like nostalgic yeah. and like you know the valorizing and it's all of kind of romantic exactly yeah. when you know in reality it was like you know working class young men and boys you know taken from their homes also and fighting from the colonies and yeah, oh I was getting to that too. <laughs> so, you know, firstly, lest we it's like forget. Your, it's, <laughs> lest we forget, it's like your white working class young men and boys fighting, you know, whilst you know, um, middle class, upper class people are very safe. <laughs> um then it's like then it's also our people from yeah, from like you like I remember like, you know, when people are seeing Asian people in like that, what was it, 1917 film? About the world war, oh, yeah, yeah. the first world war. And like, people are like, oh, look at them rewriting history just to like PC oh. this and blah, blah, blah. Like that's how removed um, sure people of color here. are from the story. That the fact that these wars could not have been won without help from the colonies, you know? And so just things like that, I can't stand that. Um mm-hmm. Like there's just a lot of hip- hip- hypocrisy and a lot of erasure and a lot of romanticism, and I feel like patriotism often gets in the way of actually, like, you know, holding your country to account and actually looking critically at your country and being like, okay, there are many great things. I love, I love being British. Um, I, I can't think of any other place as a black person. Um, I, I, well. I basically don't want to live in America. That's oh, like, yeah. I, if I had that choice yeah. of like where I could be brought up. Um, I really, I'm, I'm happy that my parents decided to come to England as opposed to America, as opposed to Germany, as opposed to France. Yeah. Um, having said that, it doesn't mean that I don't think we can't be better. And I feel like that's my issue with patriotism. Mm. Like yeah. we just have that like, blind oh, we're, like the we're the best, and yeah. there's no yeah that blind allegiance. There's no like room for. But how can we improve? How can we make things better? Yeah. So. If, I mean, if I would describe myself as patriotic, it would be very reluctantly with a very critical, sceptical eye <laughs> on our you <laughs> niggas, basically. <laughs> so, yeah. How about
1: you? Um, yeah, for the most part, I agree with what you just said. Um, in terms of if I would describe myself patriotic, I just flat out, no. I When I think of British... Co- I mean, you know what? I will say... <laughs> I still don't feel comfortable saying yes, but I will say like what you said, like when I see Mm. Brits, particularly black Brits doing bits, I'm like, I am proud Mm. of us and like our little, you know, collective and like other, like, Mm -hmm. um, I hate the term BAME, but you know, BAME individuals um, doing bits. Mm -hmm. I'm like, Mm. cool. Awesome. And you know, fuck it. Yeah. The nice whites when they do good stuff. I'm like, cool. Like Phoebe Waller-Bridge. I love Fleabag. Great show. Like Miranda Hart. Mm. I I enjoy you a lot. Like, yeah. Yeah good Mm -hmm, good exports from Mm -hmm. us i'm like yeah like that's nice and like you said in terms of Mm -hmm. places i could have grown up i yeah america is just nah so i guess Mm -hmm. (laughs) it's just picking what kind of what flavor of racism is more palatable to me so i guess like british type (laughs) is probably Mm -hmm. makes Mm -hmm. me ill to say it but Especially in the South. Yeah. I mean, yeah, London. Like, London. And again, like, it's very different from, like, other, pla- other parts of the country. But, yeah, yeah. like I always say, like, yeah. I don't like <laughs> England and I don't like the UK. I like London. Um, and I'll always, uh-huh. like... I'll never claim mm. England. I claim London. I claim very London. True. So, very true. Um, yeah, very but, true. yeah, that kind mm. of blind allegiance and just by happenstance of me being born on this part of the earth like it's the best and you know duh, 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 um, refusal to mm, look at things critically mm, and yeah literally like you said mm-hmm, with the whole mm-hmm. just the whole thing with war we have in this country it's just every single fucking thing needs to be yeah. brought back to oh, well, when we fought the nazis and like yeah. winston churchill yeah. this and i'm like fuck winston churchill was mm-hmm, a massive fucking racist mm-hmm. first of all mm. but just i mm yeah literally everything you just said um and just the erasure of you know people from ex British colonies who also fought during the war and who were not acknowledged when uh-huh. we talk about remembrance and everything like that which is Absolutely. also why i don't wear poppies yep. um although my mom used to have a black poppy to yeah. uh, like remember kind of the the black um soldiers who fought in the war yeah. i don't think she has any anymore, but yeah. i tried to find one online i would wear that but um yeah uh-huh. anyway um I was just curious to see how you felt about it because uh, mm. Sir Keir Starmer, in in a in a new leaked strategy document, <laughs> oh, yes. um, basically they see their means of winning back lost Labour voters to focus more on patriotism uh, and the flag and uh, you know dressing smartly and you know uh, reinforcing this image that you know we love Britain and this country and you know we are uh, so uh, um, uh, bruh I'm not. Godspeed. Um, <laughs> do your thing. I, if you think like the Tories, one thing I'll give them is that their their branding strategy is just amazing like i don't know how these people have managed mm. to bamboozle people mm. into thinking that they're the adults in the room and they know what they're doing mm. and labor are just some like mm. tree hugging hippies mm. who haven't got a fuck what's going on <laughs> and you know when mm. and that's why even after all of the stuff that's happened like brexit and grenfell and the pandemic and just everything mm. like i still do not mm. see this country mm. not voting for the conservatives so if circuit no, thinks no. that's what he needs to do like do your thing just don't <laughs> be surprised if our slot aren't clambering to the polls to vote for you that's all i'm saying because mm. yeah the british mm. version of patriotism often well they made the point that they want to what do they say um uh yeah so gareth snell the former mp for stoke on trent central said critics should realize how critical some of the issues were for some voters and that patriotism should not be conflated with xenophobia which is true but unfortunately we live in the real world and it is yeah like
0: yeah yeah it it just is that's the only patriotism (laughs) we hate immigrants we know really (laughs) we love england and we don't want anyone else
1: to come in that is british patriotism there we go like yeah so Mm. you know Mm. good luck finding the five people who have a measured kind of nuanced (laughs) (laughs) understanding of patriotism that isn't just pure chauvinism um Mm. but yeah Mm. i mean do you have anything else to say on that yeah
0: no no that's it like it's for me it's like again <laughs> this is why i also struggle with patriotism it's kind of like i to me i'm just like okay also like white pride you know <laughs> like it's like pride of what yeah you know yeah. like pr- you don't season your, I'm food. Sorry, it's not your food you
1: don't season your food the food is shit you <laughs> colonize all it's these countries the weather is shit like, exactly what are we proud exactly. of here
0: thank you like what are you exactly and in the face of what as well because like in the face like I feel like a lot of the reason that you know it's acceptable to say black is beautiful because we're beautiful and things like that whereas saying white is beautiful makes us feel uncomfortable (laughs) or white power (laughs) (laughs) well it's because we know what white power looks like when people say that but also it's like Why, like, why do you, like, who are you saying this to? Like, who are you saying Mm. this against? Who are you fighting back against? You know, like we are fighting back against systems that have told us that we are inferior, that we are not good enough. Everything in the world tells you that you are, you know, the standard. So why do you feel this need to then like, and actually, yeah, I fight, yeah, exactly. So that's how I feel about being proud of being British. I'm like, proud for what? like I generally when I think about my pride of being British I think of like my pride of being like black British like you said because it's like in spite of you know people telling me that my black Britishness isn't British enough I've still managed to like carve out my own culture and still exist and be just as valid as like this white Britishness that is seen as like the Britishness Mm. you know the epitome of Britishness so yeah that's that's my my final like, <laughs> remarks on that.
1: <laughs> well, uh, yeah, that's that's about that. So, um, so yeah, that that was the last thing I um, wanted to bring up. So, yeah, that's us for the damn lies. Um, so now we're gonna move into our final segment, sound off. Um, do you mind if I go first?
0: No, not at all. You go. Cool. Okay.
1: Um, yeah, and like, feel free to to jump in um, if you want. But mm-hmm. um, okay, wait. I just just first off, I just wanted to say quickly. Like, I love Megan The Stallion. I love just mm-hmm. everything she represents. I love her. I love music. Mm-hmm. I just love her vibe. I think mm-hmm. she's gorgeous. Mm-hmm. Obviously, the mm-hmm. the, the ass shaking goes without being said. And mm-hmm. I just hope you know good things for her. I hope she keeps good energy around her. I hope she stops associating with these lame ass niggers who are just. I'm not even gonna get mm-hmm. into that whole video with like um, the baby's friend or whatever, but like, not to mention like the whole tournament. I-, I just want good energy around her. She's recently been doing like mm-hmm. this fitness challenge thing where she's been like, you know, she's, you know, just mm-hmm. taking her health to next level, and she's been posting like cute little IGTVs mm-hmm. and stuff. And she's just so fun and like mm-hmm. goofy and like mm-hmm. she would be like mm-hmm. eating her little yogurt parfait while watching anime, and I'm just like <laughs> relatable queen. Um, yeah. so yeah, I love her. Yeah, love her. <laughs> yeah right. She's just. Oh, uh-huh. I love that woman. I love that woman. Uh-huh. Um, so uh-huh. like on that, I just want to say like one thing about me, I ride for black women <laughs> and I'm always I'm always uh-huh. gonna ride for black women as long as, you know, they, they have sense and uh-huh. not like, you know, Candace Owens. But that's <laughs> those are my pe- those are my people. And so uh-huh. I wanna talk about Chloe Bailey because um she we <laughs> spoke about her last episode, um, when yeah, she, did. she did the Buss It Challenge, um, which still uh-huh she won that um uh-huh. still uh-huh. still rent free still in my mind still on my mind <sighs> <laughs> i feel like this could be controversial to say i feel like Ooh. i mean there are many there are many roadblocks to you know complete female <laughs> I'm, I'm using female in this context female liberation or like women's liberation let me say um there are several roadblocks however i feel like one of the biggest roadblocks to our liberation is pick me's And I am just so fucking Mm. tired of you people who let Mm. what you think men want and what you think men care about and all these, Mm. like, archaic ideals of what it means to be a a classy woman and, you know, don't show too much Mm -hmm. and keep your body count low Mm. and don't do this and who's going to marry you and da-da-da-da-da-da-da. Men will fuck apple pies men will fuck <laughs> moist objects <laughs> men are not the metric <laughs> by which you should live your life it's true. Um, <laughs> have you met men like for real for real have you have you have you spoken to a man mm. like i mean obviously goes without saying this <laughs> and like no, man, man, man. whatever yeah, point yeah, being yeah yeah, yeah. I just Mm. just the concept of just living your and like I understand a lot of it is also like cultural and it's been taught to us and everything and it's a a lot of unlearning that needs to be done and not a lot of people maybe grew up in environments that were super kind of liberal and stuff in terms of like women's sexuality and expression all that kind of stuff so I get it however Mm. it's also 2021 and Google is free and just
3: Mm.
1: Mm. I I, I'm just, just it just still blows my mind that a lot of younger women i'm not talking about like mm. aunties like younger women like 20s 30s are literally becoming the aunties mm. that they complain about who will like say oh you've grown fat or like oh you've, you've been eating still like oh is it your second place mm. okay <laughs> those aunties who are jarring mm. and just chat the <laughs> most shit and like you know mm. Mm. that we can't stand you are becoming those aunties mm. because the way some of mm. you lot just police other women's bodies and their sexuality and how they choose to okay. express themselves got yeah got yeah and mm all under the guise of respectability politics and you know finding a good husband yeah. and the fact just just this mm-hmm. whole idea of i don't have to, i don't like there's not really time to go into it today because it's late but mm. just the whole idea of marriage being seen as the like be all end all and just the ultimate pri- like men are not a prize bruh like <laughs> they are <laughs> they are no, just like just not idea of-
0: like like getting married um is like so much better for a man. Like it does so much more for a man. And getting married for a woman actually like does like it goes up and a woman's goes down. Yes. And like job prospects and like happiness, everything. Yes.
1: (laughs) Yes. Yeah. And this is why Mm. men stay winning. (laughs) Like I just I just really I just really want people to just kind of let go of this whole idea of like there's nothing wrong with wanting to get married and wanting to find Obviously, like I'm, I'm talking mainly to like straight women. Um, there's nothing wrong with wanting uh-huh. to, you know, find a good man, find a good husband, get married, have kids, all that stuff. There's nothing wrong with that, but please just stop making it uh-huh. the be all and end all goal. And in doing that, stop uh-huh. then projecting that onto other people who might not share the same opinion uh-huh. and saying, oh, you shouldn't be doing uh-huh. this and da 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 da. And so basically, all of this is uh-huh. say that people, um, they made my girl cry. Chloe was on IGTV. <laughs> In tears, basically, Uh, kind of talking about like uh, the reception she's had in terms of obviously recently she's been a lot more kind of public and stuff and posting kind of more videos uh of like her body and like dancing and stuff like that Uh and just being Uh more open than she has been in the past and stuff. And Uh so, Uh I personally didn't see any of that because my timeline. I've tried to curate it to where I don't see stupid shit, but apparently, and I did Uh see like from second hand, there was a lot of there were a lot of women as i said slut shaming her and just saying like oh you know shouldn't be doing this and Uh and so she came on igtv like crying and basically you know saying that she's had issues for years with like her weight and her body and like wanting to be skinny and now she's finding a place where she's like trying to like accepting her body and like loving herself and this is how she expresses herself and like expresses her joy and Uh she just wants to like she'd apparently had a lot of those videos like on her finster like ages ago but She's only now like made them public and stuff. And she's like, I just want people to like see like the me that like my parents know, the me that Hallie knows, and just just be me and everything. Mm. And I was just kind of (laughs) like, baby girl, you shouldn't have to like come on the internet and explain Mm. yourself to these miserable Mm. fucks who just Mm. that just really pissed Mm. me off because this girl has literally done nothing wrong. She's done nothing wrong. Mm. Like Mm. she's a grown woman for one. Like she's 22, she's gonna be 23 she Mm, mm -hmm. hasn't killed anyone she's literally just fucking dancing on instagram and i having a good time yeah just having a good time she's young she's gorgeous like Mm. bruh let people live so um yeah pick me's uh, the last Mm -hmm. robot liberation. i i I say that with my chest but um, (laughs) yeah that's (laughs) Mm. that's basically um the crux of what i have to say so yeah that's me done
0: okay yeah yeah no i hear you leave her alone and like mate if anyone is not going to struggle to find a man it's chloe so stop but yeah <laughs> <laughs> you know can i just say i just
1: oh, say, i find it so yeah. just in this you know lgbtq plus month and you know black history month in the states i just find it very homophobic and anti-black that um I cannot be with these women um I'm talking about Chloe, Chloe Payne. <laughs> and then they I was thinking that during um when I was watching Malcolm and Marie I was just kind of like damn so she's just really not my girlfriend is that is that how it is um <laughs> I, feel, I feel <laughs> the oh, same way about my, I had the same thing <laughs> like, like so she's I, really not like, you not with me that's all right cool <laughs> seems racist I but kept cool.
0: on I thought it was just me <laughs> I kept on having like this overwhelming sense of sadness that like I will never marry Zendaya. And yeah, like,
1: yeah I'm honestly like caught up about it. <laughs> it. I'm really upset about it. <laughs>
0: yeah, I was genuinely like sad. <laughs> okay, good. I'm glad I'm not the only freak. Right, so um, sound off. So I have just a few things. Um, so, <laughs> so silly. The other day I was on the train. And you know, I'm just sitting on the train, um, and this this man in the yellow jacket, he's like, you know, going up to people, he's like, Tickets, tickets. So I'm like, oh, okay, come on. And he's going up to people and he's like, Tickets, tick 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 tickets, C- can I, can I get your tickets? Tick 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 t- t- tickets. And, <laughs> and like people it was just amazing because people like all you have to do in this country is put on like a yellow fluorescent jacket, and you oh, have yeah. authority. And yeah. people were ready to get. There. It was just hilarious, like <laughs> seeing them like reaching in their pocket to get their tickets. <laughs> then he starts that like, diggers, t- t- and they're like pulling it out, and they're like, "Wait, is this like what, what's going on here?" And then they realise he's just taking the piss out of them. So like, it was just so funny to see like them going through the motions of okay, authority. Oh wait, this guy's taking the piss. Also, where the fuck's his mask? That wasn't cool. And there was also, I don't know if you've seen the videos of that guy who like, yeah, he was. And it's like, what Uh, are you doing? I don't know if you've seen the videos of that guy who's like, you know, the dancing guy. And you know what? I don't know know if I'm just, I don't know if I'm just like, um, you know, old and boring. But first of all, I was like, I didn't, I don't know. I just didn't enjoy like the whole pretending to be blind thing. I didn't like it. I didn't think it was funny um and then thirdly he was maskless all the time yeah, i hate and it. i feel like he was like falling actually, on top of people yeah. and
1: stuff and it yeah and no, it wasn't fun yeah it wasn't okay funny. yeah cool you got arrested so, yeah. i was glad yeah, i, was I like, didn't look, like it at all look him up i was actually get like good
0: for you you know yeah you need to stop playing games <laughs> so yeah i'm glad i'm glad they got him <laughs> so <laughs> stop yeah playing games. <laughs> second thing um so um I finally downloaded the Lidl Plus app (laughs) and um, I went into Lidl and you'll see why this is relevant. And when you download the Lidl Plus app, um, they give you a free five pound voucher if you spend 20 pounds. I think it is. or it might be 25 pounds. So spend 25 pounds and we'll give you free five pounds to spend. And I have been to Lidl four or five times since downloading this app and getting that voucher, which runs out in a couple of days. So I really need to, you know, and every time I go, I cannot reach the 20 or 25 pound threshold. Now I say this to illustrate for the last time that the government is a bunch of thieves and evil crooks, (laughs) because I have tried. So oh, yeah. hard yeah, yeah. to reach that 20 25 pound threshold, and yeah, I cannot reach yeah. it in Lidl. Mm. So, how you can fix your mouth to say, Here's a pet mm. half pepper, here's a couple froubs. I was a literally going to mention the half there pepper. There you go, there's that your 30 from, like, pound. On <laughs> so, once again, you're evil for that. And then finally, um, just a uh, quick drag race uh, UK. Um, I am upset because, um, they got rid of my girl as Tina, as Tina Mandela. Oh, I saw your tweet. One of the black ones. Yeah. And it was a travesty. Um, she had so much to give and she didn't even get to Shablam. Like she didn't even get to do a death drop. Um, and she's gone and she left and she had so much more to give. And I really do hope that they because I don't I know they do it a lot on the US drag race where you know halfway through they'll bring back someone who maybe can have a second chance and I really mm-hmm. hope they bring us Tina back because she is an unreal performer do I believe did I ever believe that she was going to win no I never did believe that but I thought that she would go far enough that this could like you know really propel her career I think she's going to be great regardless she's a great character and again an unreal performer But I feel like they cut her time short too quickly. So, sorry about that. And also, Ahura, who I really didn't like at first. She's growing on me. And I'm seeing a little sweetheart in there. So, uh, yeah. Oh, just hilarious how um, Ginny Lemon, um, basically. It was like, you know, classic dramatic thing where, you know, it's the lip sync. And she was just like, you know what? Y'all keep it easy. (laughs) I'm out. And she just walked out of the stage. Oh, really? And yeah, she refused to do the lip sync. Oh, dang! Um, and I, didn't I just, know just loved it because <laughs> you could like, see, me. yeah, and you could see RuPaul was furious because it's like I'm you know he wants to make to the big this. decisions and the Yeah, yeah, no, it's a good season. It's yeah. a good season. Yeah, he was everything. furious. <laughs> so um, yeah, shout out to you, Ginny. But then it also makes me upset because it's like, well, Astina could have been here if you were just going to walk away. Like Astina put on a really good lip sync battle as well um so yeah that's that's all i have to say but i'm going to continue watching drag race really enjoying it and yeah how many that's
1: me. how many episodes are there right now
0: oh that was episode number wait uh, i think that was episode number three or four might be three. oh mm. oh really yeah yeah you're not too far behind oh,
1: okay i could i can catch up then um yeah Mm, i've mm. been watching of just a fuck ton of anime recently and got really into the office (laughs) the office us um i thought
0: i need to get back into that you should
1: you should i thought it was like like obviously i've known about Mm. the office for years and i thought it was just one of those shows that like you know white Mm. people gassed or whatever but um i actually heard it on okay now listen (laughs) scotty was talking about it and scotty is like Mm. Black as fuck, like blackity black, 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 like black, like she mm-hmm. she brags but <laughs> she doesn't have any white friends. Like that <laughs> that black. And she's <laughs> okay, yeah. and she says she loved the office. I was like, okay, let me check it out. So I watched the first episode. Mm. I was like, yo, this is hilarious. I'm like mm. almost halfway through season three and I started it maybe like three, four days ago. Absolutely love it. Oh, um, yeah, oh, Jim and Pan. Brilliant.
0: Have you watched the UK one?
1: No, I tried with the UK one, but I just can't yeah it's very yeah. Ricky Gervais yeah.
0: I, I feel like it is and I really can't stand that guy yeah um fun. but yeah yeah The Office is great um like because it was on Netflix for a while then they just took it off suddenly came back and now it's like uh, you know it's like this resurgence now everyone's like oh The Office The Office so yeah I definitely want to get back into it um and people are talking about how they think Dwight. Would just be such an interesting person in a pandemic yeah <laughs> so. he would be
1: an anti-masker and he'd be like it's building my immune system to- <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so i saw a tweet it was like so, michael would hate zoom dwight would be an anti-masker yeah. um oh my days you know what?
0: i'd so be here for like a like reunion, yeah. like Zoom meeting be on the jokes.
1: office. We <laughs> mm, fucking yeah. jokes, but no, Jim and Pam. Um, <laughs> before I was very much rooting for them, but then now Rashida Jones has come in, and I'm like, I mean, I, gotta black- oh I got to root for the black. Oh I got to root for the black woman, and like Pam had her yeah. chance. So
0: Pam had her chance. She had her chance. And like, twice. Sorry, but mm, I'm just gonna say it.
1: Pam, like
0: Jim, like Jim's buff. Jim's, Jim's buff. Jim's Peng. And. I kind of feel like Pam yeah, exactly. Jim is paying. And I'm like, Pam, what are you doing here? Um, but yeah, like you know, we were talking about Panic the other week. Yeah, and like yeah. yeah, Jim and Rashida. Yeah Defo, big Panic. Yeah, yeah. Beautiful so, couple.
1: Mm. I'm intrigued to see to see how that goes. But um yeah, sweet. Mm. Um is that uh, that's us done then? I think that's us done. Awesome. So uh that's us on sound off and that's us on the show so um thank you for tuning in thank you for listening as per um white new white listeners i hope we haven't lost you um you know <laughs> you knew what you're in for um we love you really uh, <laughs>
0: yeah i mean look, we we critique whiteness not white people
1: Right. I mean, we also protect white people, but yes, we do. We do. Whiteness as an institution is our, our main. Yeah, our main that's op. our main.
0: Exactly. Absolutely. Our main. Ob.
1: So, um, mm. yeah, no, lovely to have you guys. Um, we see you. Yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I see you, and I hear you. I'm not you, but I see you and I hear you. Um, <laughs> but yeah, no, um, uh, awesome. Uh, yep. Yeah, mm. So, um, that was yeah. us. Um, mm. you can find us on socials, at dear download. Um, you can find me at just s just with two t's underscore s and
0: you can find me at Bernie bambi and uh yeah shout out to our emerging artists for this week carnage kills please do go share and listen to and check out their music and uh let us know when you do it
1: yes sir all right folks take care stay safe and we will see you in a couple of weeks see ya all right <sighs> <Okay. laughs>
3: uh, Okay. Three, two.